happy horror days, you filthy animals. movie crew i'm josh hey y'all seth here what's up it's jess this is hmc 29 we are talking about my movie pick krampus this is our happy horror days finale the very last one we're gonna do before christmas oh the finale you guys sad yeah really no i'm not sad you look a little we, sad we've had a good run I feel- <laughs> <laughs> we're not breaking up like there's- <laughs> this is it this is it we're done <laughs> I we, feel like we crammed a lot in this month, so. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I do kind of. It'll be a nice break. Well, we did try to get everything done before Christmas so that we could uh, have a little break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we going to call our little break, Jess? A radical sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a radical sabbatical. <laughs> do we for sure know that's what sabbatical means? Um. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go with it. <laughs> like, what if it means to be violently anal raped? I'm still going to go with Shit. it. I mean, Seth is like more on board now than he was <laughs> yeah. before. Look how excited he got. Mm-hmm. You're sweating all of a sudden. I know. <laughs> Anal raping. God, dude. Could we go uh, one episode without talking about sexual things? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I, I physically don't think it's possible. That's not. Not with us. Mm. It'd be boring anyway. Yeah. Eh, fuck it. What are you going to do? Hey, Jess, what have you been up to? Christmas shopping, working. Ugh. Yeah. But I'm almost done. Like, tomorrow's like my last day to do any work for a minute. Mm. So, looking forward to a break. Are you shopping online or in person? Both. I've mostly done online. Yeah, me too. I have had to go pick a few things up and... Ugh. I just hate life when I have to do <laughs> mm-hmm. that. I did everything by delivery this year. Everything, all of it? All yeah. of it. You didn't have to pick up anything. Nope. Nice. Mm-hmm. There was literally like three things I had to go yeah. pick up. And it was miserable? It was miserable. What was your worst experience this year? Um, Probably at, you just mean like in general, like around people? <sighs> around Christmas. Know. But if you want to talk about something that happened in like March, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we can do that. No, just like... It's crazy to me that everywhere is still so crowded with like what's going on right now mm-hmm. and like the space. Like people are still just like getting right up in your yeah. bubble. Yeah. They don't care. No. We need, um, I think what we should do is we should create each, uh, I'm always plugging the merch here, but we should make HMC barricades. And it'll be like a big hula hoop that you can wear around you yes. with like our faces as the barricades. Yes. yes. That'd so be pretty cool. Back the fuck up is what it'll say. I like that. Yes. Then you could bump into people with it. Mm hmm. Try to get your ranch. Like Let's get some stiff. spikes on there, too. Yes. Oh, Let's get something that draws blood. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> would, then we'll really get our message across, right? We have to include a reaching wand, though, so you could grab stuff. Oh, that's true. Can we call it the reach around wand? Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. The reach around plus. Is that a thing? I don't know. Now in the merch store, <laughs> the reach around plus. <laughs> HMC version. Give yourself a reach around. <laughs> Does it have like one of those gripper handle yeah, things? Yeah, a little. So it can like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably make some weird sex toy that you can, I don't know, reach around with. Probably. Do you think? I'd imagine. What about people with like prosthetic arms? Like they have to have something like to screw on to it. And then oh, like. Oh yeah. There's probably a whole line of that. I mean, yeah. Unless they just take their arm off and. I just. <laughs> It's <laughs> probably what I would do. <laughs> I'm just thinking about getting a handy from a person with a prosthetic arm. It's a vision it'll be all floppy. <laughs> you have to like help. <laughs> they could probably be fine. I think they have some control of it. <laughs> God. It's like got like fucking like these floppy fingers where it's like I feel like you're thinking about that skeletal like hand yeah. that they used to sell where it's like you would always like press it down just to show like mm. the middle finger yeah that that's what you're thinking that's of. what it'd be it'd be like it'd have like two fingers around the shaft and the other ones are all like fucking... <laughs> I'm sure they make a gripper hand just for that that they could use <laughs> oh my god just like this you think you could get a celebrity hand I bet you could yeah I bet you can mm. anyway Seth what have you been up to no, nothing. Christmas shopping also, but online. I think I'm done. I got everything. The last stuff came today. Finally? Yep. Wow. Good thing my thing came that nobody knows about yet because that episode's not until after this oh, one. Oh, yeah. So let's not talk about it. <laughs> Even though it was posted on Instagram. Uh, oh, um, yeah, it was. This, this was my present from Seth. Mm-hmm. You didn't get to see it because you had to go pick up your groceries. I saw, but I saw it on the, the Insta. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you stormed out. Because you posted a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. Maybe you'll get a Leatherface one for your birthday. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Man, that would be awesome. It would be. They could sit there and talk. So then they can finally have their face off that I wanted. Yeah. We could like do a little... Ooh. <sighs> yeah, I don't know about that. I feel like my ornament would get crushed in that face off, but... Probably. Very possible. What are you going to do? I've been doing absolutely nothing but working, podcasts, and... um. I don't do Christmas shopping. Abby does all of it. So. Oh, lucky you. You don't buy her anything? We don't do gifts, no. Oh. But Lucy did sneak up to me yesterday, and she was like, Dad. I'm like, what? And? I said, what are you saying? She said, we should get Mommy a present. And I said, no, we shouldn't get out of here. And she left. So I don't know yeah. if mm. she's going to make me do that or what. But I think it's a little late at this point. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. You can still run over to Penny's and get her something. Make her something nice and homemade. Yeah. Maybe something with like some bird seed. What? <laughs> what? Some corn cobs, you know. <laughs> yeah, just get creative. Would you like that for Christmas? Yeah. Seriously? Yep. Rolled bird seed on like a toilet paper tube? Mm-hmm. I like watching the birds. Hmm. Or you That's could just... <laughs> You're not quite that old yet, but... <laughs> not doing that. what? I said Josh could just wrap himself in wrapping paper. There you go. That would be cool. Yeah. Hmm. I could get one of those gripper things. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> it's exciting shit. For you. Exciting stuff. So this is our last Christmas horror movie. Movie. Then we have the Scream season one finale birthday episode coming out after this. And then we're going to hop into season two in January. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, we're going to start talking about thimbles instead of horror movies. Yeah. It's going to be our new genre. Are there a lot of 
discussion to be had on thimbles? We're going to find out. Fuck yeah, we are. Isn't that Peter Pan? Doesn't he have a thimble? Maybe. I don't know. Mm, okay. Mm. Well, I, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's see if someone fact checks you. They will. They always do. Somebody has some smart ass comment. All right, let's jump into Truth No Dare. Rapid fire round. Seth, you'll notice less questions this week. I don't want to get you upset again. Yeah, this is a good amount. We don't want your head all, all uh, puffing up and sweaty again no. like last time. You had like sweat running through your eyes down into yeah. your beard. It was disgusting. That did not happen. Yeah, okay. I'll read to Jess. Jess will read to Seth, and Seth will read to me in turn. You ready, Jess? I'm ready. Would you rather not celebrate Christmas this year or not celebrate your birthday? My birthday. Eat a tofu turkey or a spam turkey? Spam turkey. Yeah, fuck that tofu shit. Have sex with Santa or eat from a trough like a reindeer? Eat from a trough. Really? Yeah, I don't really want to fuck Santa. What are we eating here? I'm guessing whatever reindeer eat, I don't really know. Mm. Well, would you... What about Kurt Russell as Santa, like in Christmas Chronicles? No. Not a Kurt Russell fan. I do like him. Don't really want to have sex with him. Understood. Understood. Kiss the Grinch with tongue or lick Scrooge's bunions? Mm, Tongue kiss. Mm -hmm. Okay. Listen to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas on repeat for two days or eat gingerbread cookies until you puke? Mm, Mariah Carey. Um, spell check did not pick up any of these misspellings, just so you guys know. Sure. And I copied and pasted all these, so that tells you what kind of website I got them from. Hmm. Catch your parents having sex dressed as Mr. and Mrs. Claus, or be forced to watch a sex tape of your parents dressed in elf costumes with your friends. Um, probably just catch them having sex, because then I wouldn't have to watch the entirety Uh, of them having sex on a video. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. All right, Seth, you're up. Well, she's reading to you, technically, but... Would you rather not celebrate Christmas this year or not celebrate your birthday? My birthday. Eat a tofu turkey or a spam turkey? I actually like tofu, so I'm going to go with the tofu turkey. (sighs) (laughs) Have sex with Santa or eat from a trough like a reindeer? I'm banging Santa. All right. (laughs) Kiss the Grinch with tongue or lick Scrooge's bunions? Tongue kiss. I hate feet, so that would just be... Listen to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas on repeat for two days or eat gingerbread cookies until you puke. Mm, Mariah. Catch your parents having sex dressed as Mr. and Mrs. Claus or be forced to watch a sex tape of your parents dressed in elf costumes with your friends. Definitely catch them having sex. Yeah. That feels like it's a lot shorter. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think the Grinch's mouth tastes like? Probably not good. Mm. I'm going to say onions because he ate that big ass onion oh in the movie. God. And it runs down so. his chest. Mm. But still probably better than Scrooge's bunions, yeah. I would imagine. Feet are... Ugh. And bunions? Mm. Maybe not. Maybe he takes good care of his feet. Then he wouldn't have bunions. Oh, is that from like not taking care of your feet? No, I don't know what they come from. Oh, we just lost all of our bunion listeners out there. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a picture of your bunions. We'll vote on which oh, one we like God. the best. Name that bunion. <laughs> Name that bunion. Okay, Josh, you ready? Yes, sir. Not celebrate Christmas this year or celebrate your birthday? Um, if I didn't have kids, I would say not celebrate Christmas. But because of the kids, I have to say uh, not celebrate my birthday. Eat tofu turkey or spam turkey? Spam turkey. I'm not eating none of that fucking tofu shit, Seth. If it's cooked correctly, it's pretty good. Dude, it's a bunch of processed garbage is what it is. Anyway. Yep, go ahead. Have sexual relations with Santa. 
or ate from a trough like a reindeer. I feel like if I perform well, maybe I would get more presents at Christmas. That is true. I didn't even think of that part of it. It's a twofer when you think about it. Um, So I'm going to go with, say I'm going to have sex with Santa. Okay. Okay. Kiss the Grinch with tongue Mm -hmm. or lick Scrooge's bunions. See, I think for me, that's a lot of tongue going on. So I think I'd just lick the bunion real quick and be done. Just like a... Well, this says bunion, so that I feel like you have to lick all of them. Oh, if there's like multiple bunions, yeah. you got to lick every one. Every one gets an, an uh, adequate even, lick. Even if it's between the toes and shit. Oh, uh, well, if that's the case, I'll probably tongue kiss the Grinch. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I'm torn. Need more details. Like how yeah. long is the kiss? You know, are you teeth licking? <laughs> how many kind of bunions are there? Right. And maybe the color of the bunion? Do they ooze stuff? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That'd be the other issue if there was like stuff coming out of it. I don't think so. I've never seen a bunion. What is a bunion exactly? Uh, isn't it like a callus sort of that like yeah, it's grows? Like a hardened mass or something. I think so. So it's not like a sore. It's just like I don't think so. I don't think it's an open sore. No. I think it's like a. It's callusy or something. Yeah. I don't know if it's like calcium buildup. Maybe I'm a big I have fan no of idea milk. What I'm talking about milk has a lot of calcium. It's true. Well, then you're gonna have to bite into the bunion and chew it. I bet you bunions ooze milk. Mm-hmm. I'm going for the bunions. Now we gotta look up what a bunion I'm, is. I'm exactly. gonna look it up. I'm licking the bunion. Continue. Listen to Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" or oh, on repeat for two days, or eat gingerbread cookies until you puke. I'm gonna take the plunge and just eat the cookies and puke and get it over mm-hmm. with, just because. I'm a puke and rally kind of guy, right? So I'm going to go ahead and get the puke out, get it over with, and not have to listen to that shitty Christmas song. That is a great Christmas song. He's Once. Gonna, I don't want to listen to it for two fucking days. He's going to puke, and then he's going to compose himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't puke. You dry heaved, Jess. That's why I got so upset. I was like, just puke. I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it. Okay, last one. Oh, sorry. Catch your parents having sex dressed as Mr. and Mrs. Claus or be forced to watch a sex tape of your parents dressed in elf costumes with your friends. Um, the, the natural response would be exactly what you guys said, just to go ahead and get it over with mm-hmm. and catch them and not have to watch it. But I also think it'd be fucking hilarious to have to watch a sex tape with my friends so I don't know if it wasn't my parents I'd pick the sex tape but I'm gonna pick you know just catching them yeah what if the tape was like an hour long yeah I don't want to view all that so maybe uh, I catch them but then on another weekend we could all get together and just watch the sex tape of just regular elves (laughs) okay that'd be fine yeah I think so yeah cool so Jess hit us with the bunion it's a bony bump that forms (laughs) on the (laughs) chest Bony bump. It's a bony bump that forms on the joint at the base of the big toe. It's formed when the big toe pushes against the next toe. Like Ew. Tight shoes or foot stress is what causes it. Oh, dude. I imagine a bunion sweaty. <laughs> Probably. No. I don't want I don't want to lick it. Can we go back? I don't want to lick a bunion now. Nope, you're licking that bunion. It's a bump. What was it? Bumpy bony. A bony bumpy bump. bone. A bony bump. <laughs> a bony bump. <laughs> The old bony bump. The forms at the base of your big toe. I'm going to start using that. You ready for the bony bump? <laughs> Maybe someone's got a bunion fetish. Who knows? If somebody out there has a bunion, we would really like to hear more about it. So if you could uh, hop in on, what is it, DMs? 
hop up in them DMs. Yeah, <laughs> give us your personal experience of bunions. Maybe we'll have you on. Just to, we can like do like a voice changer. We'll make them sound like Ghostface. <laughs> we want to talk about your personal experience. <laughs> we want to. We want to know, like, what? Yeah. How'd you get the bunion? First of all, we want to see that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh would like to examine it. Plop it right up on the table. I don't think it's just a toe, Jess. It's not it's like just a, a foot. It's big a foot. mom. It's not a big mom tit where they're gonna like flop it up. I just the- meant flop their foot up on the table. Oh, I thought you meant like you wanted to cut the bunion off and have it on the table. No, we're not dissecting it. It's not biology class. Yeah. Did you enjoy biology class? No, I did not. Not at all. Mm-mm. I actually did in college when we had the lab. I thought it was fun. Did you cut open a pig? Mm-mm. Oh, it was gross. They stunk. They, they stunk st- so bad. Stunk you, like holy hell. You cut up on a pig? Yeah, we had Ew. to. You had to dissect. I think you started with a frog. We did a and frog. Then you worked your way. It was like a, a baby pig fetus, wasn't it? <laughs> we didn't do a pig. We had a cat. Oh, yuck. Yeah, and there was like four of us that like we were broke out into like groups of four. Ugh. Yeah, that sucked. That's- yeah. I'm actually a little sad just thinking about church cat getting cut open. I would assume they get them from like a vet or something if the yeah. cat has like passed. Yeah, what's it called? A cadaver or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I those sound, people that donate their body to science. I sound like such a hillbilly right now. Yeah, no, we started we start with a worm. Worm, frog, pig. It wasn't like a big pig. It was a little baby pig. Okay, a fetus, you said. I guess. It may not even be the right word. Did you guys dissect owl pellets in like elementary yes. school? Yep. I don't know why I just thought of that. An owl pellet? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's uh, like they're they regurgitated. Hair yeah, and it's like basically. a ball of hair and there's like bones and bones, stuff in like it. Like from yeah. mice or whatever. Mm. Yeah, yep. nope, never did that, Seth. And <laughs> now I feel better about myself. <sighs> All right, let's jump into the Do You Like Scary Movie discussion. Our movie this episode is Krampus. I picked it. It's from 2015. I thoroughly enjoy this movie. Seth, it really broke my broke my heart, hurt my feelings when you text me. You were like, I fucking hate this movie. That was only like the first 15 minutes. Josh, I fucking hate this movie. It's terrible. Awful pick. Uh, but I like it. I think that, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but I really think it depicts the holidays for a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, boy. So was this your first time watching it? It was, actually. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen this. I don't never. even know how I've never heard of it. Never seen it. you never even heard of it? I mean, I've heard of Krampus. Like, I know the folklore, kind of, but I've never seen this movie. Jess, had you seen the movie before? I had not. Seriously? It was the f- I had heard of it before, and I remember seeing, like, the preview, mm-hmm. but I never ended up watching it. Wow. So jealous. Star-studded cast. Yeah, that's why I was surprised I didn't. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? Uh, so you guys had never. Seen, I'm surprised you'd never seen it since Adam Scott's in it. I know. Mm, that's odd. Intriguing. Well, good. It was probably like a Christmas present for you. It was. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't get anything for Christmas because um, this was your gift. You're welcome. Thanks. You don't have Aunt Dorothy listed here. I know. There, there were so many characters. She dude. was hilarious. It's, I know. I know. Well, you can name her when we get to her. So our characters are going to be Max, played by MJ Anthony, Tom, played by none other than Adam Scott. What movie do you guys think of when you think of him? Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Yeah, what is MJ from? He looked familiar. Sure. He did look from. I, I can't remember. I mean, it was five years ago, so it probably looks a little different now. But he's definitely been in other movies. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, what do you think of? When, uh, are you a Parks and Rec guy? No, no. Mm-mm. Do you know who Adam Scott is? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Whoa. That Whoa. would be my next. Did you see one. how fucking bad he got? He got really yes. 
Yes, I fucking know who he is, Josh. I also think of Big Little Lies because he's in that. Oh, too. I never finished that. Is it good? It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Sarah, played by Tony Collette. We all know. Well, you guys, have you guys seen Hereditary? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's fucking phenomenal in Hereditary, and I think she is also in The Sixth Sense. Correct? Maybe. maybe is not. she? I haven't seen that so I'm long. I'm pretty sure she is. Fucking killing me, Sal. Howard, played by David Kochner. Kochner. Cockner. Cock. Inner. Coach Inner. Cock Inner. About to go out and cock Inner. Okay. You hear the screaming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we're on a podcast on Elm Street show. Um, Linda. You, oh, sorry, go ahead. Fuck down, sir. Okay. Am I the only one whenever uh, David Cockner <laughs> gets brought up? Do you think of Anchorman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Linda, played by Allison Tomlin. Did you guys know her from anything else? No. Mm-mm. The only thing I know her from other than this is um, she was in one season, maybe two seasons, one, at least one season of uh, Fargo on FX, which she's really good. She's got this fucking accent, Minnesota accent that drives me crazy, but she does a great job. The director, Michael Doherty from Trick or Treat. Oh. Also did Godzilla, King of Monsters. He also wrote the movie. The synopsis, a boy who has a bad Christmas accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. I always give myself the easy synopsi. 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 Mm, you sure do. Well, you know, what do you get? I pick easy movies based on the synopsis so that I know I can read it. Whoa, were you okay? Yeah, a little burp. What was that? Like a hiccup burp type thing. So also, since you left them out, Go ahead. Um, Stefania Owen is in it as Beth, and she's in the Carrie Diaries. Oh, that is her. Oh, I didn't realize that. What's the Carrie Diaries? One it's- of the best shows ever. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> it's like a spinoff of Sex and the City. Like It's like a prequel. Teenage version. Yeah. Is she the, the uh, what's the lady's name? The real the chick from that show. Sarah Jessica Parker? No. Um, no, she's like her sister. Yeah. Oh. Show. Yeah. You should really, you should binge it. Tonight. Am I, am I going to like it? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We did. I liked it. It was good. <laughs> did you like Sex in the City? I've never seen all of it, but what I've seen, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. only seen the movie. Abby made me watch the movie with her once. Uh, the movies aren't great. Yeah, I didn't think so either. No. Plus the one guy's name is Big. Mr. Yes, Big. Mr. Big. I'm like, this is stupid. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. The Carrie dies. I'll check it out. Who else? Did I did I forget anyone else? You want to? Yes. Okay. There's just one more. Go ahead. Um, Conchata Farrell. Or Farrell. I don't know. Um, played Aunt Dorothy, and she's um, hilarious. In Two and a Half Men, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and she was like the maid. Yeah. Yeah. She's fucking hilarious. Yes. Yeah. She's funny in this. I feel like she's a member of my family that just happened to show up here. <laughs> <laughs> She'd fit right in here at the. Uh, HMC with us. Fine, folks. Uh, everybody should know right now. I just set my cold beer on top of my page, and I may not be able to read most. Of the book is on here. You ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Whoa! <laughs> Squirted on me, bro. Feel like you're back in college at a frat house. Mm, I'm just gonna leave it there, let it dry. Uh, instead of a limp biscuit, they called it a limp Seth. <laughs> Yeah, I just laid on the floor at the frat house. <laughs> In the middle of the circle, jerk. <laughs> put some goggles on and just laid there. Okay, let's be honest. You did not put on goggles. Okay. I Dude. did I did close my eyes because that shit stings. <laughs> what it does. He was holding a chalice trying to catch it, so no oh, went. Oh god. Chalice. 
He just laid out a tarp so it collected on oh that. My <laughs> God, dude. Ew, it's not that okay. one's old. Anyways. Wow, dude. <laughs> Woo. All right. Scene one, opening scene. The movie opens with a mad dash of shoppers knocking down a store worker as people fight for presence in a department store. Krampus comes over the screen, or Krampus, however you decide to pronounce it. As the people push and shove, kids fight over toys, and a security guard drags people out of the store. Parents are trying to get their kids to smile for Santa as they take pictures. People legit look absolutely miserable. Mm -hmm. We see two boys are fighting on a stage. Uh, It looks like it's during a Christmas play of some sort as the parents run up to stop them. And we notice this is our family, the people we noted earlier, and uh, the boy fighting is Max. So again, I kind of touched base on this earlier, but I really love how the first, I don't know, probably 30, 35 minutes of this movie is really setting the tone of how miserable Christmas can be. It can be, yeah. Especially for these people. They're like, it, I mean, it's obviously like a Black Friday. Mm-hmm. They're spending money. Mm-hmm. You know. Can we have a heart to heart here? Do you guys actually enjoy Christmas? Yep. I love Christmas. You yeah. love Christmas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So none of this thing, uh, the stuff that was depicted here makes you really be like, oh yeah, that's, that's Christmas. So like the shopping part, like I've, I've seen that sort of before, like when I've went on like a Black Friday before, but, um, I don't know. I still love Christmas. Like besides that. I told you I worked at, remember we talked, I worked at Sears briefly a Mm -hmm. long time ago on a Black Friday and it's not quite this bad, but people are crazy. Really? Yeah. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. You feel like it's probably gotten worse. Probably. I don't. I don't know. We never did this as a family, so it doesn't really. I don't really relate to that. Mm. Yeah. So. so you have a different experience, I think. Yeah. You're very. Uh, you guys have like a very small circle that you hang out with, right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Um. So for me, I hate Black Friday Christmas shopping. I avoid it like the plague. I've never actually done it myself. It's awful. Mm-mm. It is like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's fucking miserable. To me, it's not worth the savings. Same here. That's what I tell Abby. I'm like, I'll stay home with the kids. You can go do it. I have no desire to do this. Um. Yeah. Okay. So scene two, Scrooge, Mick cookie cutters, grandma, they call her Ami, right? Omi or Ami, yeah. Omi. I called her G-Ma through the whole thing, but... G-Ma? I like that. She's making cookies and watching Scrooge. Max, Tom, and Sarah come in as Max is getting in trouble for fighting at the mall again. We saw him up on the stage fighting Mm -hmm. with the other kid. They were fighting because the other kid said uh, that there was no such thing as Santa, and they were arguing about Christmas. Tom turns off Scrooge and turns on the news. He tells his mother not to work too hard. Sarah bought a bunch of cookies at the store. She looks very pissed off. Tom answers the phone as Sarah asks him if he's going to work over Christmas. He tells her that he isn't, but he'll have to take a few calls. Honestly, I can relate to this because I have a job where I say, hey, I'm going to take days off, and then I always have to answer the phone. You can probably relate as well. And it is extremely difficult. So while I understand like they depict Tom as being like this jerk who answers the phone when he's not supposed Mm -hmm. to, like it's actually very hard not to. Yeah. What do you think, Seth? Yeah, I mean, I'm not so much on the phone. I'm more email checking. But it's hard to get away. Oh, yeah. Today, I mean, you can't, especially if you have a work phone. Yeah. You're pretty much expected to check your phone. Right. So um, so I think they do that a lot in these movies, though. They, like, try to be like, oh, he's a workaholic and he's working. Mm-hmm. Over but, like, it's almost impossible not to in most professions anymore. Yeah. I mean, this scene just shows that the family is wrapped up in their own stuff. For sure. I think it's pretty normal. I agree. 
Max asks if they're going to watch Charlie Brown as the whole family go off to do their own things. Grandma asks Max if he's finished his Christmas list. We hear Beth and Sarah arguing over their cousin sleeping in her bed. Last time she found shit in her bed. (laughs) (laughs) When I heard that, I was like, what kind of family is this that's getting ready to pop over? We're about to find out. Damn. Sarah hangs a picture on the wall, and in the picture, the family looks miserable. And Sarah uh, sees that Santa was checking out Beth. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody looks happy except for her and Santa and Santa in the other room Max asks grandma if she's real if she really believes in Santa she tells him naturally you have mm-hmm. to believe in him to believe is to give and to sacrifice that's the true meaning of Christmas she sneaks Max a gingerbread cookie we see Beth in a room FaceTiming with her boyfriend discussing the activities for this evening I think he tries to get her to sneak over to uh, smoke some weed with him doesn't she doesn't he? yeah he's got like a Christmas bong mm. like it looks like a snowman or something I didn't catch that. Yeah, he like held it up in front of the... Yeah, it was like a snowman, but like the snowman's cock came out. Uh, yeah. That's where you... The snowcock. Snowman, snow yeah. That's mm-hmm. what he was calling it, the snowcock. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want somebody to snowcock? <laughs> um, <laughs> he tells her that he's only four blocks away. All of a sudden, the loud ass truck pulls up and the walls start to shake. There's a lot of wall shaking in this movie. See, I didn't yeah. catch that this was... A, I thought there was like an earthquake. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, no, it's supposed to be the Hummer. I gathered that later. But, oh, okay. And since I've never seen this, I didn't know what that was. We see Tom and his. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I think that was a bit much. Yeah, there's a lot of the like wall shaking mm-hmm. going yeah. on. I agree. Um, we see Tom putting liquor in his coffee. He's sitting in his office. He looks super fucking annoyed. You can tell he is not happy about mm-hmm. the events that are about to happen. As Max finishes his Christmas list, we hear the doorbell ring. Sarah is stuffing stockings and reminds herself, "Oh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Keep it together. It's Christmas." She answers the door and hugs a woman as their kids walk in. Her husband complains about her not getting out of his way. These are, these people are, so this is Howard and Linda. This Mm -hmm. is Sarah's sister, Mm -hmm. correct? And her husband, okay. And I immediately thought of Christmas Vacation. I did too. Really? Yeah, Yeah. and I wonder if that's what they were trying to go for. It's Mm. the exact same type of scenario where they're like dreading the family Mm. coming over and they ring the doorbell and everyone's all tense and then. They're like kind of awful sort of trashy people and then the aunt yep howard's like eddie sort yeah. of yeah dude he is eddie yeah but that's like immediately what i thought of yep he's almost like a classier eddie though. yeah he's like if eddie had a hummer yes and then Aunt dorothy's mm-hmm. kind of like the one that comes with the cats wrapped in the boxes mm-hmm. bethany. Hair- yeah beth is that her name in the movie bethany yep. yeah for god's sakes bethany <laughs> i didn't catch that but you guys are 100 that's mm-hmm. spot on so i wonder if that was on purpose I bet it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so Max tried to talk to one of the boys. This is Howie Jr. And he just like totally, he's a mouth breather. He totally Fucking gross kid walks off. Suddenly we hear fat Aunt Dorothy bitching about <laughs> the walk not being shoveled. She hands her coat to Sarah and asks her where the nog is. I'm thirsty. Just as I need to get married. <laughs> <laughs> she walks to the living room. She says, Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. <laughs> these are classy fucking people, mm-hmm. okay? I can get down with these people. Suddenly, Tom reminds them that they have another kid, and Linda remembers, oh, shit, baby Chrissy's in the car. <laughs> Howard and Tom go to get the baby and the other stuff that they left in the car. Sarah bitches at Linda for not telling her Dorothy was coming. Aunt Dorothy walks around the corner and asks, what's for dinner? As Sarah looks at her, super annoyed. What was your first, okay, other than Christmas vacation, what was your first uh, thoughts of these people? I did not like them. I know you did, and that's the first mm-hmm. thing you were bitching about when you texted me, I think. I was just like, God, I hope the whole movie is not going to be this annoying people. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I thought they were terrible. Especially the like, daughters. Fuck. I'm like, oh, they're yeah. so fucking annoying. <laughs> I called them the lesbians. <laughs> what did I call them? I, they were like the most annoying to me. We're coming up to that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Look, Jess is like, don't give it away. Got a good note for this. <laughs> um, okay, so quickly, one of the reasons I really enjoy this movie is because I think it touches base on this perfectly. Maybe you guys don't, but I feel like a lot of people have that those family members that they only see once a year at Christmas, mm-hmm. and it is maybe not to this level, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, they've definitely amplified. Well, you got that awkward conversation. You don't like you have nothing in common with these people, right. but you have mm-hmm. to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. All right, scene three: the disaster dinner. The scene opens to everyone sitting around the dinner table. Howie Jr. chugs some Mountain Dew and burps. Howard thinks it's fucking hilarious. Well, he burps like right in Beth's face, <laughs> right in her fucking face. <laughs> That's my boy. Tom looks at him and says, "It sure is." Yeah. <laughs> Like, so proud. Mm. Oh, shoot. Uh, Howard and Tom go back and forth about Tom not playing sports because he was an Eagle Scout. Howard says that Eagle Scouts is where you weave baskets and help old ladies cross the street. Tom tells him, no, actually, we learned a lot of survival skills. Howard tells him the only survival he needs is an, <laughs> the only survival he needs is a buckshot and a gun he keeps out in the truck. Linda yells at him and tells him, no gun talk at the table. Linda and Sarah argue about the food being so fancy you can't even pronounce the names as her kids drop food all over the floor. This made me freaking cringe. Yeah, it was gross. I was like, oh my God, this house is going to be so dirty. Sarah laughs and tells her that she just thought they'd like a break from macaroni and hot dogs. These people do not like each other. No. <laughs> and it was macaroni and cheese with hot dogs in it. Yeah. I mean, she was like, that- <laughs> yeah, right. Then at Dorothy's all, you thought wrong. What are you now, a Jew? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, mac and cheese Uh, and hot dogs are pretty good. Mac and cheese sounds really good right now. Seth's getting real excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sam Dorothy says, why don't you make a ham for Christmas? Are you a Jew? As Linda and Sarah walk (laughs) off, Tom tells uh, tells her that her food is delicious. Howard says, "Eh, it's a bit dry. While the adults are talking, one of the two lesbian girls, again, this was Stevie and (laughs) Jordan. Jordan? I only ever caught Stevie. Uh, they asked Max if they heard what if he heard what happened to Santa. They make a joke about Santa crashing and having to eat his reindeer. Inside the kitchen, Sarah is finishing dessert. Um, seemed a little elaborate to me. I would never make a dessert. Creme like brulee. Yeah, pr- way too fancy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'd but, probably burn the shit out of it with that torch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Linda comes in or Dorothy comes in and mm. tells her that uh, <laughs> this fancy food clogs my pipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sarah quickly says, well, next year we can all go to your trailer for Christmas. Sarah bitches and tells her that she's worked too hard and to stay the hell out of her kitchen. Back at the dinner table, Howard is telling the kids that reindeer are a sustainable food source. Tom tells them that this time of year they refer to the reindeer as transportation for Santa. As Tom and Howard are talking, one of the girls, I think her name was Stevie, mm-hmm. um, she stole Max's letter and she starts to read it out loud in front of everyone. I hate this kid, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um he wishes that he could hang out with Beth more often. He also wishes his parents loved each other again and wishes his dad didn't work so much. He also wishes that things weren't so hard for Howard and Linda, and he feels bad that Howard wishes the girls were boys. <laughs> <laughs> that part was funny. Oh, shoot. Sarah opens the door and asks, who wants creme brulee? Just then, Max attacks the girls across the table trying to get his letter back. They tussle around and the parents break up the fight. Max tells them he hates all of them as he all of them as he runs to his room. Aunt Dorothy says, Oh, lay off him. He deserves a prize for just telling the truth. 
What a freaking clusterfuck dinner scene, huh? Yeah, that was pretty bad. I hate those girls. Oh, they're the worst. Fuck those girls. That's, straight up. Yeah. That's why I said I hated it, because those girls annoyed me so much. Like, why are they're just like so annoying with yeah. how they like grabbed the letter uh-huh. and little bitches is what they are. Whoa. And his sister annoyed me too that she kept like stopping him. Yeah. I'm like, stop, maybe stand up for him. Mm-hmm. So you were bitch. mad at Beth. I was mad at her too. Did you just call Beth a bitch? I did. You did. You were Bitchy like, Beth. You... oh my goodness. <laughs> it does have a nice ring to it. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are getting so worked up because that to me means they did a great job of making us hate this family. Yes. Mm-hmm. At this point, do you like any of them? I do. I think Dorothy's funny. Yeah, and Linda's like, like hasn't done anything real awful yet. Yeah, hmm. and I th- I just think Howard's funny because he reminds me of Eddie. Like that's what I kept like comparing him to. Okay, <laughs> it's mainly just the kids that I can't really stand. Yeah, I think so See, far I couldn't stand Howard. Um, I think it's because I like Adam Scott. Yeah. So I think that I was like, okay, he's being a dick to him. So I didn't really care for him. I, I also love Tony Collette. So I feel like I also mm-hmm. felt bad for her character. But there's clearly trouble in paradise with Tom and Sarah, right? They're probably planning on getting divorced after Christmas is what I gathered. Something's happening there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It ain't going well. But they did a great job of making these characters seem like straight up assholes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Scene four. Max makes a fatal mistake. This scene opens with Max reading his letter and Tom entering his room. Um, he tells... Oh, excuse you. Are you okay? Yeah, I was just trying to do it <laughs> off to the side. I thought that was a queef. He tells him they only have to survive another three days. Max asks, they, <laughs> asks why they have to put up with their crap just because they share DNA. Tom tells him that, well, they're family. That's what you do. It's people you try to get along with because you have to, and you don't have much in common. Maybe it makes us work a little harder to find what we have in common. Friends, family, even the asshole you can't stand. And that's when Max says, like, Uncle Howard. (laughs) 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 I feel like that's one of my kids. That's what they say about Uncle Seth. No, they love me. Mm. Max asks if he really believes in all of that. Tom says, well, I'd like to. Tom tells him that there is still time to drop that letter in the mailbox tom leaves and max holds up his letter putting it in an envelope that's addressed to the north pole he looks at the letter and then rips it to shreds opens his window and throws it out into the night air we see the letter swirl straight up toward the moon as the snow begins to fall and we hear a very disney-esque score begin should not have done that yeah he fucked up yeah Mm -hmm. bad choice bad bad Mm -hmm. leroy brown baddest man the whole, the whole damn town. Oh, yeah. You're a good singer, dude. No, I'm not. You really missed your calling. You I'm have a the pipes. terrible singer. You have the pipes for it. I'm just Mm-mm. saying. Above the house, we see a large storm front come in as the Christmas lights outside begin to flicker and shut off and all of the power to all of the houses in the neighborhood go out. Shit. We see a hand open a date on a Christmas box that says the 23rd. That's another Christmas vacation, Yep. Nod. yep. The we advent the calendar. Thing. The same one? Yeah, it's not the same one, but it's an advent calendar. They like you. open in the, mm. open the days like throughout yeah. the Christmas break. Do you guys do that? Do you have one of those? No, my mom used to buy them for us all the time. You opened it and there was a piece of chocolate in there. Mm. Yeah. Like through our 20s, she did that too. You don't do it for little Humphrey? No. Put him a little biscuit in there? I could, I guess. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, little biscuit. <laughs> little biscuit. Get your little biscuit, huh? The next morning, we see Max wiping moisture off the window and looking outside. There's a big, 
There's a big snowman and what appears to be a humongous snowstorm coming in. That's a creepy fucking snowman. Yeah, it's smile or whatever. Yeah. Like I was like, is weird. it gonna move? How did natural? And nobody else thought this snowman was weird. No, they're no. like, oh, cool, a snowman. Okay, like where the fuck did the snowman come from? <laughs> right. See, if we were in this situation, we would have thrived. Yeah. Yeah. I would have went and tore down that snowman right then. Yeah, you would have. And <laughs> I'd have been in the doorway like, get that snowman. Get that snowman. Fuck it up. And it's not even a standard size snowman. It's like twice as big. <laughs> That's what would be odd about it. Like, it's I so know. huge. It was huge. It's a big ass snowman. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would have tried to make love to it. <laughs> to a snowman? Mm-hmm. No, it would be too cold. We'd wake up and look outside and Seth would be out there talking to it. Fucking demonic frosty. Hey, yeah. My name's Seth. <laughs> be out there grinding up on it. <laughs> <laughs> he does like carrots. I do like carrots. Upstairs, the family's <laughs> arguing about the power being out and the water being out and the phones are dead. Max shows Sarah and Tom the snowman. They totally ignore it, but Tom and Sarah discuss all the neighbors uh, being out of town. So they're like the only ones in the neighborhood that are home is what I'm gathering. There's a knock at the door and a delivery guy drops off some items and tells them that it's a ghost town out there. Linda and Howard carry the stuff in, making a comment about rich people getting all the free shit. It's probably because they're Democrats. <laughs> Did you notice one of the bags was a little weird? Well, the only thing the DHL guy dropped off was a like a fruit basket. basket yeah. Mm. And then there was like obviously a Santa sack. Yes. Like, would you think that was a normal package? No. Like, I'll just take this unmarked velvet bag right. <laughs> into the house. The velvet bag. The velvet would give it away for sure. <laughs> you I'd sure? be like, no, there's some shit in this. Let's leave it out here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not bringing this in. <laughs> well, they ask him about it. They're like, what's that? And he's like, oh, the guy, the boys in brown must have dropped that off. Talking about UPS, I'm right. assuming. So they do ask him about it, but they do bring it in. Mm-hmm. Inside, Beth asks her parents if she can walk to her boyfriend's house to check on him he hasn't texted her back and that's not normal they agree to let her go for an hour if she promises to have girl time with stevie and jordy that's what they call the other girl when she gets back in the background we can see howard coaching stevie and jordy as they wrestle around on the floor ami that's grandma or gma depending on if you're seth or not gma is making hot chocolate by the fire and pours it into a bunch of mugs um so this storm approaches just as max throws his letter outside right mm-hmm. so uh, clearly he summoned this storm by his letter yeah. well the cloud almost like centers over their house too oh that's true when it rolls in yes yeah. um so he's clearly called some kind of force to where they're at um how about howard coaching the girls <laughs> oh my god like he just wants them to be bull dykes yeah. like yeah I didn't even realize the one, the other one, was a girl. No, first, she Jordan. No, she looks like a boy. Oh, yeah. you thought that was a boy? Yeah, yeah. first. Okay. Yeah, because like at least um, Stevie. Stevie had like a bun, mm. like sticking out of her hat, and you could tell. But I don't think that Jordan did. Uh-uh. Like, I don't know if she just has short hair or what. But he clearly wants them to be boys, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And would you let your daughter go? She just said, "Hey, he's not texting back. That's really odd. There's this big snowstorm out. Would you let her walk?" No. No. Me neither. Yeah, that caliber of storm. Not a chance. No, like an adult should even go out in that. No. Yeah, no fucking way. Scene five, Beth's blizzard walk. And not the Dairy Queen kind. As Beth walks through the neighborhood, the houses are all covered in snow, and she can barely see what's in front of her. It's almost like the mist, kind of. It was that thick. Yeah. All the houses are dark, and the snow is so thick that it looks like a blizzard. As she's walking, the wind starts to pick up, and Beth can see a horned creature on one of the houses. As she notices, 
as she notices it. Wow, say that five times fast. As she um, notices it. <laughs> uh, it jumps like across the road onto another house, like over top of her, right? This part was kind of scary because she heard like hoof noises or something at first. Well, did you notice it got like a little bit darker too? Yeah. Yes. All of a sudden. Yeah. That was, that was it, when it first landed on that house, it was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did it scare you a little bit? Kind of. Did you pee a little bit? No. It scared the fuck out of me if that was if I was her. Oh my god. She screams and starts to run back to her house, I think, as the creature jumps from roof to roof following her. Mm-hmm. She makes it to the delivery truck. Uh, this was the DHL guy's truck. And she sees inside the man's dead. He kind of looks like a victim of Samara from the rain, yeah. didn't he? Like yeah. his mouth was wide mm-hmm. open and that yeah. was weird. How did he get sucked into this mess? Just an innocent bystander? I just think he couldn't get out. Uh. Yeah. She climbs onto the truck and is panting heavily. The creature jumps down in front of her, uh, like in front of the truck you can see his feet it begins to walk around we can hear the chains clanging like mm-hmm. seth said and we see that it has horned feet suddenly the feet in the cloak are gone as beth hears silent night begin to play from a music box that's on the ground beside her as the box mm-hmm. plays the handle cranks and the lid opens like a jack in the box slowly we see a small clown head raise out of the box and peek at beth as the camera pans above the delivery truck we hear beth screaming as the van begins to shake so this jump scare jump scare got me when the box flew open did it yeah oh. and i couldn't even tell what it was coming out it was like so slow i, I could tell it was a clown like Oh, then what it ends up further. being later when you see it. Oh, oh my god, so gross, dude. Yeah. It was good though. I really like it. Then I'm like the whole time I'm like, okay, it sucks for Beth. I'm like, oh poor Max. Like he just wanted more mm. family time with Beth, and now she's dead. I just <laughs> assumed she was dead. Yeah. Okay. Do you, did you really think she was dead? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that van was shaking, and yeah, I was like. I don't think she's getting out of that. I have no, I'm like, I'm going to be really, and I already knew it happened because I watch this every year, but I was like, I'm going to be really pissed if she's dead. Yeah. Like that was the first, that was not the first person you thought was going to go. In this no. Time. I thought all the shitty people were going to go first. Yeah. yeah. You know. Nobody's safe. Namely the mm-hmm. girls, but. Mm. Scene six. Tom and Sarah's heart to heart. Back at the house, Sarah and Tom are sitting, looking out the window, discussing Beth, who's been gone far too long. Tom assures her that she's fine. She's at Derek's. He asks how the others are doing in the house. She says they're bored and cranky. Well, it is the season. Sarah puts her head on Tom's shoulder and says she misses them. So clearly these two have got some issues going on, like I said earlier. Yeah, but it looks like they're fixable. It's Christmas, Seth. Yeah. Maybe that was their Christmas wish. They're going to go get some nog and bang it out. Yeah. (laughs) Nog bang. (laughs) Get some noggin. Uh, Max comes around the corner and tells him that it's dark out and Beth isn't back yet. Tom asks Howard if he thinks his Hummer will make it through the snow. Howard says that his Hummer can be pointed. I don't remember if he says east or west, but... And he can storm the beaches of Normandy by sunrise. <laughs> Ami tries to talk to Tom, uh, tries to talk him out of going after Beth. She says it's much too dangerous. He kisses her and tells her everything is going to be fine. As Ami's hand begins to shake, Max grabs her hand. We cut to Howard and Tom driving the Hummer. Howard bitches about global warming. Global warming my ass. But see, real quick, mm-hmm. before they leave, Omi like glances at the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And that's where I kind of got, okay, she's keeping the fire warm for some reason. My only thing with that was why did she make such a big deal when they were getting ready to leave, but she didn't make a big deal when Beth left. Oh, that's true. Like she was just like, that's whatever. True, yeah. Peace, peace out, Beth. Maybe she was hoping it wasn't. Mm, I guess. Did she see Beth leave? Did we see her? Mm, I guess I don't. I don't know I don't for sure. Now. But I was just mm. like, why wouldn't she have made a big deal like when she left? But mm. I don't know. That is true. I didn't even think about that. 
Uh, Tom tries to work the stereo, but with no luck. I think they make a comment about there being no AM, no FM. And right. then I think even his, because uh, doesn't he have one of those uh, radios in his yeah, car and it's doesn't not work. Yeah. Uh, they also can't see anything in front of them as they drive. They approach a snow plow that has moved. It has a spinning light on the top of it. They get out and walk toward it as they find the doors are open, but nobody's inside and the keys are still in the ignition. Mm-hmm. And presents wrapped on the seat and pictures of kids. It's kind of mm-hmm. sad. They see a hole in the windshield, and Howard makes a remark about the bastard flying through the windshield. Tom says, not exactly. It looks like the glass is punched through the front. Again, survival skills from the Eagle Scouts is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Tom tells them that they have to find Beth. Howard takes uh, takes him to the Hummer, and they get out a shotgun and a handgun as they walk off. Back at the house, Linda and Sarah are lighting candles, and they discuss one of their mom's angels that Sarah has hung up. Linda looks at the decorations and realizes that Sarah kept all of their childhood Christmas stuff. So real quick, sorry. Go ahead. You know, I like my details. Mm-hmm. So back to when after they find the, the plow, they... Uh, Tom looks over at that house and sees like the doors ripped off. The Christmas tree has been like thrown through the window. Oh yeah. And that's when he says we have to find Beth. Was that the boyfriend's house? Yes. Yeah. But I didn't figure that out till we cut back to them in the house. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Linda and Sarah have this kind of a heart to heart conversation when Linda realizes Sarah kept all their kid uh, ornaments from when they were kids or their decorations but suddenly there's a noise on the roof and um they, as they look up sarah says that it's probably just squirrels they continue to hear footsteps upstairs suddenly there's a large bang and the house shakes as baby chrissy begins to cry the camera pans in on ami or omi but however the fuck you say it, and she looks extremely worried sarah says see just squirrels aunt dorothy says they're probably just up there playing <laughs> with their nuts <laughs> Okay, this whole fucking house shook. Is there any way in the world this was just squirrels? No. I'm no. like, why are like they heard like the little noises and everything, mm. and then the huge bang, and then yeah. they're like, oh, it's fine. And the whole house shook. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Plus, she might have squirrels in the attic, not on the second floor. Mm, that's true too. That's what the other thing. I'm like, yeah, they're just running around upstairs. And you're like, meh. No. <laughs> But we get from this scene that Ami clearly knows something paranormal is going mm-hmm. on. Scene seven, Tom and Howard, ghost hunters. Tom and Howard enter Derek's house looking for Beth. The door was open and the entire house has snow inside of it and looks like it's been ransacked. Uh, They see a butcher knife through a gingerbread cookie on the freezer. Howard says whoever did this is a demented son of a bitch. Tom finds a broken picture of Beth and Max on the floor as Howard finds a large crack in the wall. It goes all the way down to the fireplace and he says a gas line must have blown. I mean, it looks like something huge came down the chimney. Yes. That's yes. what it looks like. Correct. As Tom looks down, he sees a large hoof print on the ground in front of the fireplace. Howard tells him it could have been an elk or a goat. Tom asks, what kind of goat walks on its hind legs? <gasps> Suddenly, something moves behind them, and Tom runs after it, calling for Beth. Out in the snow, which is now almost up to their knees, Tom leaves Howard behind as something grabs Howard and starts to drag him off and pulls him down into the snow. We hear like, it's like a screeching noise. But didn't we hear Beth screaming? Is yeah, that why they ran outside? Yeah. Oh, did you hear her screaming? That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch she that. She was like, help, which I don't think it was really her. Right. Oh, uh, okay. But that's why they run out and go. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I thought something moved behind them. Mm. I think something might have, yeah. and it sounded like she was like faintly 
in like the distance and then yeah. she started to get louder gotcha because yeah, my note says just then we hear beth screaming they run outside <laughs> at one point it sounded like she was close yeah like, i thought she was like right outside yeah so do you think it was her or was the things making the noise i think they were messing yeah. with them okay in the moment i thought it was her like oh maybe she's got away or something because later we see they can clearly mimic people's voices right. yeah. okay all right um so Howard gets pulled down in the snow. Tom gets to him and pulls him out of the snow. It's something's like you can hear it biting on his mm-hmm. legs. It sounds fucking awful. Like a tremor. Yes. Mm-hmm. I called it a snow tremor later. Oh, did you? Yeah. I think I called it a snow worm. Ooh. I called it a mole. <laughs> Big ass mole. <laughs> We're all over the place. Because we don't ever see what this thing is, do we? Um, I don't think we no, do. Like no, you don't. don't. Okay. You don't. Um... So Tom grabs the handgun and shoots the thing that's holding on to Howard. Tom helps Howard limp back to the car, and they get to the Hummer. They find that it has exploded. Lucinda. Yeah, dead. (laughs) Bye-bye, Lucinda. Inside the house, the family look around as they hear the gunshots from Tom shooting the thing to help Howard. Um, So do you guys think Beth ever made it to this house? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think she literally made it under that car. Yeah. I think that was <laughs> the end of it. it. Yeah. I agree. Cause I have a no, I don't, I don't think she ever made it here and they never passed that DHL truck, which I also thought was weird. That's true. Mm-mm. Um, the other note I have is that when Tom grabs that gun, he clearly knows how to use it. Like at mm-hmm. first when Howard hands Tom the gun, he like holds it funny. Yeah. He acts like he doesn't know. But yeah. then like when he has to use it, he's, actually knows how to use mm-hmm. it so i was like okay maybe maybe this will turn into something great later but maybe not maybe not Sam. maybe not scene eight sarah to the rescue sarah and linda argue about sarah leaving when suddenly tom and howard slam into the house through the door they're they're covered in snow howard tells them to get get away from the windows swords pots pans knives pets whatever you can find grab it I don't think a pet's going to help you at this point. No. Mm-mm. Tom tells him to shut up, and he says, <laughs> uh, it's just a scratch. It's fine. Linda tells the kids to go into the kitchen and find some food. Max tells them to tell them what is going on. Sarah asks Aunt Dorothy to watch the kids, and Dorothy says, okay, kids, I'll teach you how to make peppermint schnapps. That's funny because she's like, I've never liked kids, even when I was one, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yeah, she's not a kid person. Uh-uh. Tom asks Ami to go in the kitchen and help with the kids. She tells him to keep the fire hot. Mm-hmm. Seth, I think you're on to something. Yep. In the kitchen, we see Dorothy showing the kids how to make a drink. As she actually lets the kids try the beverage. In so, the other, Go ahead. I just at this point, because I noted that I was thinking that he can only enter through the chimney. Mm-hmm. Because we saw it in the other house, and she's so obsessed with this fire. Because she looks at it several times yeah. before. That is true. So I'm like, I, I guessing it can only come in that way. And he won't if it's hot. He doesn't like fire. That's what my assumption. Yeah. Okay. In the other room, Ami has a, cle- a cleaver, and Max listens to the adults talking. He's eavesdropping. Sarah asks Tom where Beth is. Tom tells her that she wasn't at Derek's, but she might have found somewhere else, somewhere that's safe. Sarah tells him they have to keep looking. Howard tells him that they can't go out there. He almost got frostbite in less than four minutes. Tom asks Howard how much ammo he has, and he tells him that he's got about a dozen shells. So we're led to believe this guy's like a doomsday prepper, but he only brought... Twelve shells. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that ain't going to last long. No. Tom tells them that they should stay put and board up the doors and windows. Just then, the kids appear. Obviously, these kids were listening to everything they had just said. 
Linda rallies the kids to uh, watch a movie as Tom tries to comfort Sarah. The kids are watching a movie on a tablet by the fire as Sarah brings in blankets. Linda and Sarah have a heart-to-heart about Beth being a tough girl, and Tom and Howard are boarding up the window. So we're seeing now the family are kind of, uh, through this whole thing, they're kind of starting to bond a little bit. Mm -hmm. And being nice to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Howard even whispers to Tom and thanks him for saving his ass out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, as Tom's looking through the window with the binoculars, Howard tells him he's sorry for uh, thinking he's a spineless dick for all these years. <laughs> uh, Max walks up and tells Tom that uh, tells him to get some sleep. We see outside through Tom's point of view that there's like that awkward snowman still there, mm-hmm. but it looks like he got beat up a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. It yeah. looks different. Like every time they show it, okay. it looks a little more like fucked up or creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looked different than the first time we saw it. Uh, Max asked them if they're going to die. Ami has been acting very different ever since the storm. Tom tells him that she's always she always gets weird around Christmas, but she never wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Sarah tells Max to come on. It's time for bed, and Tom... Uh, Tom hugs Max and snuggles up as Max snuggles up on the couch with Sarah. Howard tells Tom that he and Linda butt heads, but he couldn't imagine life without her. Tom says he knows what he means and he'll take the first watch, but Howard volunteers because a shepherd has to protect his flock. Okay, so a lot going on in this scene. Um, I don't know about you, but there's no way I could not go back out and try to find Beth if it was one of my kids. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I was like, so they're just letting that go, huh? I don't, I don't know like, how you could. No. Yeah, they really do move on from it like rather quickly. Yeah. And then it's like, I mean, they fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they're not even like up worried about it. They all fucking fall asleep. Especially right. after like they heard her screaming and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. That's true. See, I didn't <laughs> even catch that. Mm-hmm. That was her screaming. Like, yeah, there's no, like I would have got Howard back to the house and then went back out and looked mm-hmm. for it. There's no right. way I couldn't have. Um, Yeah, but. There's just no way. I, I couldn't have done it. Um, but again, we're starting to see the family come together. Sarah and Linda are being more casual around each other and having conversations that aren't just making fun of each other. And then even Howard and Tom are kind of getting along. Um, I thought Tom's or Howard's apology to Tom was fucking hilarious. I apologize for thinking you were a spineless <laughs> bastard for all these years. Spineless dick. Uh, but even the kids like you watch the kids and the kids are even all huddled up together on the floor Mm. watching on the tablet which you know they didn't even want to talk to each other earlier so that was what I took away from that scene yeah scene nine the mice are (laughs) fuck scene nine the mice are sheep and the shepherds asleep the scene opens with silent night playing as we see Howard fucking passed out and snoring he was supposed to be on watch but he's not. The room's extremely dark as we go around. We mm. see everybody's basically huddled together and sleeping. The camera goes around the room, and we see the fire is almost out, and the tablet's at 1%. As- <laughs> I put parenthesis, Abby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> After the battery's at 1%. Dude, Abby's phone is always at 1%. Mm. I don't know how the thing functions. I don't even like to let mine get below 50. I'm like, oh, I got to plug it in. Mm. Mine's all. I, I have chargers <laughs> everywhere, though. Yeah, yeah, mine's at 100 right now. Yeah, I don't like it even get below that. Yeah. Some people are just different, Seth. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? As the tablet dies, the music stops. We can hear a faint chirping noise and a few jingles as the fireplace begins to die even worse. Suddenly there's a hook, like it's a hook Mm -hmm. that comes down. The chimney is attached to some chains and there's a gingerbread man on it. As it jingles, we hear more chirping. Howie Jr. wakes up sits straight up and immediately eyes that gingerbread cookie. Well, it says, it doesn't go, (laughs) yoo-hoo. It says yeah. something, yeah, to kind of like wake somebody up. So this makes me think of Willy Wonka because of that chubby kid that like... Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Does he drink the chocolate? Is he the one that gets stuck yeah. in the chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Really? That's what it made you think of? Well, because like what what he does next, like would you do that? Take uh, a bite. Go take like, a bite out of this gingerbread cookie hanging from the chimney talking? We clearly <laughs> get that this kid's not smart, right? <laughs> right. Okay. As he approaches, we can hear shushing and laughing. He grabs the cookie and pulls it into the house, taking a bite of it. Suddenly, the cookie comes to life and wraps the chains around him, whistles, and he he's like pulled up through the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Sarah grabs his feet, and is, as he continues to go up, she's then pulled up into the fireplace. Yeah. Linda and Howard finally wake up. They grab her legs and begin to pull her down. The lit, There's like a lit fire log. I didn't see how it rolled out of the fire. But Sarah accidentally kicked it. Okay, yeah. so Sarah yeah. kicks this lit fire log. It rolls out of the fireplace and goes underneath the chim- or the Christmas tree and catches the freaking Christmas tree on mm-hmm. fire. This is why you shouldn't have a real Christmas tree, Seth. We don't plan to kick a log under it. This could be your house. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> plan to kick a log under it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the other room from the fireplace anyway. Oh, uh, shoot. They pull her down and uh, it is, it she's uh, pulls. they pull her down and then that fucking gingerbread man pops back down and mm. gets right in her face and screams at her. Yeah. And as, as it does that, she lets go of Howie's legs and he's pulled out of the chimney. That part cracked me up. Like, it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> and she's such a good actress because mm-hmm. her expression is like exactly what your expression would be if you saw some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Like, Jesus. <laughs> like, you would probably for sure accidentally let go because you'd be so like, yeah. holy shit. You what just want that? that gingerbread man out of your face. You're like, sorry, <laughs> Howie. I'd have never liked you much, Howie, anyway. So Shouldn't have bit the cookie, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have done it. Max runs up and puts the tree out with a fire extinguisher. Howard tells them that this is all his fault. He shouldn't have fallen asleep. Suddenly, Ami speaks and says that this is all of their faults. He's come for all of them. She begins to tell a story. Oh, boy. Here we go, Seth. I really like how this was done. We can talk about it after. Go ahead. No, describe it first. All right. It started with the wind on a cold winter night. Much like this, it was almost Christmas. But it was much darker, less cheerful. But I still believed in Santa, in magic, and in miracles, in the hope we could find joy again. But our village had given up on each other. They had forgotten the spirit of Christmas. The sacrifice of giving in my family was no different. I tried to help them to believe again, but they were no longer the loving family I remembered. They, too, had given up. And eventually, so did I. And for the first time, I didn't wish for a miracle. I wished for them to go away a wish I would come to regret. And that night, in the darkness of a howling blizzard, I got my wish. I knew that St. Nicholas was not coming this year. Instead, it was a much darker, more ancient spirit, the shadow of St. Nicholas. It was Krampus. And as he had for thousands of years, Krampus came not to reward, but to punish, not to give, but to take, he and his helpers. I could only listen as they drug my family into the underworld, knowing that I would be next, but he didn't take me that night. He left me a reminder of what happens when hope is lost, when belief is forgotten and the Christmas spirit dies. Do you like this? I just thought it was cool that it was like animated kind of claymation. claymation. It was just, I wasn't expecting that. I liked it too. Yeah. So so while she's talking, they basically do a claymation animation type thing mm-hmm. of the story she's telling and exactly what happens. Yeah, I just thought I was not expecting that. I just thought she was going to tell the story. It was very like Tim Burton-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of Coraline. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it was very Tim burton Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas-y, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it too. It gave a good... I don't think it would have been as powerful if it, sh- it had just been her telling the story yeah. without that behind it or whatever. But, but even yeah. if it had been like a live action 
it wouldn't have been as cool as the claymation thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Made it more Christmassy feel. I don't know. Yeah. It did. It made you think of Rudolph. Mm-hmm. That was Rudolph there watched on the tablet, wasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. This was better animation than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I would hope so, Seth. <laughs> Rudolph was from the 1920s. Or 60s. Whatever. <sighs> as soon as she's done, <laughs> Howard says that he thought that he was the one losing it. Do you believe this holy horse shit? <laughs> <laughs> Tom says, come on, Howard. That's enough. Howard, I feel like Howard was really making the change there, and then he just blew it. Blew it all right there. <laughs> Howard says someone took his son and their daughter, and they're sitting around listening to bedtime stories. Howard gets up and tries to stop. Uh, as Howard gets up, try, Tom tries to stop him, but Howard cocks the gun and tells him to get out of his way. Howard takes the boards off the door and walks out into the blizzard. He starts yelling for Howie as we see that there are more snowmen outside. Creepy. They were smaller, weren't they? Yeah, but there was like 20 of them. Oh, God, dude. Something... Go ahead. I was just saying, you didn't watch The Office, did you? No. Never mind. It reminded me of a a scene from The Office when Jim and Dwight, like, got in a fight. Like, they were in, like, snowball fights. And then he puts, like, a bunch of, like, snowmen outside for Jim. Oh, no, And, like, hides behind one of them and fucking decks him. (laughs) Like, but he doesn't know which snowman he's like behind, so he's like fucking scared, like trying to walk to his car behind all these snowmen. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's but funny. like Dwight's actually like in the office, like watching. So he's not even down he's there. He's not even yeah. down there. He's just like <laughs> loving watching him be so fucking scared that's that he's like funny. behind one of these snowmen. I feel like that's something I would do to you. It is. You would go to that length and effort. Their relationship actually like reminds me of you guys. Who like, who are these people? Is that like good or Jim bad? Jim and Dwight on the office. Am I Jim or Dwight? Um, I don't know who would be who in that situation. I don't know either of these people, so I feel I've like I've seen it, but I don't know the character names. I'm I'm probably gonna say that you would be Jim and Seth would be Dwight. Hmm. <laughs> I'll have to look this up. Yeah. I may to. even start watching it now that I have something to relate it to. It's pretty funny. Hmm. It's very relatable if you've worked in an office. You can relate to a lot of the dumb shit that goes on on there. So I don't yeah. think I could ever go back to working in an office again. I would not want to. I mean, I guess I could if I had to, but I would try everything in my power not mm-hmm. to. Even hooking. Like watching hooking. that even like makes you be like, mm, I'm glad I'm not doing that now. No. Like making copies and just <sighs> making dumb shit. Making copies. <laughs> Who the fuck makes copies anymore? Going to the break room. Uh, having dude. to be around people you don't want to be around. That's why you have an office. You can shut your door. Going to those fucking meetings. You're making me fucking <laughs> depressed right <laughs> Sorry, now. Okay, well, no. COVID has gotten rid of the meetings. So. That's true. And the break rooms. <laughs> yeah, we don't do any of that stuff anymore. Uh, so behind these snowmen you can hear something laughing and something running back there um as they grab howard and pull him back into the house you see something running behind the snowmen so max asks tom what they're going to do now and he says we're going to keep the fire hot um so what do you think these snowmen are there's a bunch of them now they keep growing like what what are making these snowmen at this point i don't know okay like i'm go ahead i was just gonna say i think it's whatever like krampus magic Shit right like i was kind of thinking on. that they were alive maybe the snowmen yeah i thought that too mm. but they never they like, never do anything. do anything it's like they're just a diversion so i think the elves make them it was my thought later i was thinking that the snowmen were dead people 
Like maybe when somebody died, they became a snowman. I don't know why I thought that, but that's what I gathered. I kind of thought that at one point too. Yeah. I was like, are they inside of them or is it literally just like a marker of right. how many people have died so far? That's what I was thinking. There's a lot of snowmen though. We haven't seen that many people die. See, I didn't catch that there was that many. I thought there was like four or five. I had that there was a lot, but. There may have been. I don't I, know. I think I think that there was like five. Hmm. But still, there's, yeah. I guess, how many people were dead at that point? We don't really know because the DHL guy was probably dead. The snowplow guy was dead. We don't know how many families were actually in the neighborhood. So that's what kind of what I thought. Okay, these snowmen are the dead bodies. That's true. But I kind of thought they were fit, facing the house because mm. Max basically summoned this creature. Right. And, and all these right. deaths are essentially his fault. Mm-hmm. That's right. what I thought, but I don't know. No, I don't know. We'll never know, Seth. Or will we? I don't know. <laughs> Scene 10, December 24th. We see that it is now December 24th due to the uh, little Christmas box thing that Seth has. Advent calendar. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The storm still rages on. The girls ask Ami, what happens if you're good all year? She tells them that it's not what you do, it's what you believe, and it's what you've given up. In here, pointing to her heart, she says something else in German, and Max doesn't know what she's saying. Dorothy tells them that she said they're all <laughs> fucked, and Ami pretty much shrugs her shoulders and says, She's like, I'm yep. old enough to know when life comes at you with its pants down. <laughs> I made a note of that. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> uh, we see Sarah and Tom looking at a map as Tom asks Sarah uh, what she saw in the chimney. She asks him if he believes in that story. She says she's going out to find Beth. She doesn't care if she dies. Tom tells her that he has an idea. We see Linda looking at a present for Howie Jr. as she looks at a present that was in that bag earlier that they thought the UPS guy brought in uh, Jessica's velvet sack. Isn't she up in the attic, though? Yeah. Yeah. Someone took the bag up there at some point. That's what I thought, too. Which I thought makes, it was weird. Which if we had seen that, which maybe we missed it, would have explained a little more the noises they heard upstairs. Right. That's true. But uh, do we ever see it go upstairs? No. No. Okay. I'm guessing they took it up there to hide it from the kids. Okay. Because I was like, why the fuck is she in the attic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they took the sack up to hide the okay. presents from I the kids. I thought I had missed something where they took it up or... Okay. I'm sure it had something to do with probably time constraints. I don't know. Uh, inside something's popping and tinking and, the, and again, this is the Christmas presents. Um... As she opens the present, Sarah asks her if they can talk to her and Howard. Tom tells them that he's going to go to the snowplow because the keys were in it. He'll circle back to get all of them. They'll head to the mall, then to the police station. They'll just drive until they find help. So did they just give up on Beth? I don't think she's ever mentioned <laughs> I mean, again. It kind of <laughs> seems like that. I'm just like, <laughs> is nobody worried about her at all anymore? Like, Maybe they didn't really like her. That was it. They're trying to get rid of her. I guess. Howard asks Tom if he's going to go uh, to the plow by himself, and Tom replies, a shepherd has to protect his flock. We cut to the packages that Linda was looking at earlier. They're starting to bounce around, and they're still jingling. Max is looking through his binoculars, and he sees Krampus on the rooftop of the street across, or of the house across the street. Startled, he looks away, and then we see that Krampus is gone. We cut to the girls upstairs looking for the bathroom because Aunt Dorothy clogged the crapper downstairs. <laughs> we hear a weird voice say, Jordan, Stevie, what are you doing? They asked Beth if that's her and where she's been. So this it did kind of sound like Beth. I it kind of did, yeah. We hear the voice say to come upstairs. She's been waiting for them. Downstairs they hear a scream as Sarah grabs an axe. Where the fuck did this axe come from? I don't know. They just have an axe in their living room? Yeah. Maybe they were using it to chop the wood? Oh, that could be. Why it was in the living room, though, I don't know. <laughs> yep. 
they're just chopping trees down and dragging them in. Um, Tom walks up the steps holding the gun and Sarah follows him with the axe in the other room. Max tells Ami that he thinks this might all be his fault. She kind of dismisses it too when he says that. Um, yeah, she does. She's like, mm. mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't want him to feel bad. Or maybe she thinks it's like her fault, like it's some kind of curse. Oh, yeah, I bet her. she thinks it's her. Yeah, well, that she could be. Started all of yeah, this. Yeah, I bet I that's guess. it. There's a bang as Howard tells Max, shh, 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 shut the fuck up, Max. Howard goes to investigate as we cut back to Tom and Sarah upstairs. They're looking around the attic, which is covered with snow and icicles. There was not snow and icicles when Linda was up there earlier, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. They can only see the, with the flashlights as Linda notices all the presents are torn open. And then uh, there's like a ripped in half ginger man, gingerbread man cookie. There's a bang behind them as we cut downstairs and see we hear Chrissy yelling. Howard continues to limp around, and we can see uh, behind him that one of the air vent covers is now off of the wall, so something made its way downstairs. Mm-hmm. Howard hears something giggle, and he checks the cabinet, but there's nothing there. Upstairs, Tom and Linda, also Sarah, see a jack-in-the-box that is a huge, it's like this humongous snake-like jack-in-the-box. Yeah, this thing the box. is so creepy. It's like swallowing one of the girls like a snake would eat a mouth. Yeah, you just see mouse. like jeans and shoes sticking out of its mouth. Made me think of old Debbie, 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 Lo- Mor- Debbie, Debbie Logan. Logan. I almost said Morgan. Yes. Yes. What, what is it? You never seen the taking of Deborah Logan? Is that the old lady with the white hair? Yeah. I think so. Where she like, her face turns into like the snake thing and like eats people dude it's fucked up yeah. that's exactly what this made me think of was like a python's mouth how it like can like <sighs> dislocate and swallow mm. humongous things but the best part of it is tom he's like oh come on <laughs> and it had big nasty teeth and like it had like I, rows of teeth mm. it kind of also made me think of pennywise oh yeah. that's like true how it's had like rows and rows and rows of teeth well it was just so big I think that's what made it scary. Yeah, it was disgusting. But mm. it's like long, like it's like mm. like a slinky type body with a mm-hmm. huge head. Yeah. Sarah's facial expressions once again were on point. <laughs> like her facial expressions are like so great. Like she's such a good actress. Yeah, she, she definitely really is. is. She's a great actress. Um, but at the end of it, at the end of the snake-like tail, there's the Jack in the Box. So it's still connected to that Jack in the Box. Yeah, which right? is like a regular size. Okay. Jack in the Box. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah screams at him, uh, at Tom to shoot it. As he does, the thing takes off through the attic. Hearing the shots, Howard yells for Linda. As we see the gingerbread man, shoot, there's these little gingerbread men shooting Howard in the leg with a nail gun. He falls to the ground, crawling as they continue to shoot nails at him. Upstairs, the three are trying to get away from the jack-in-the-box, but, but they can't. Uh, they can't seem to locate it. I'm sorry. Just then, they see what appears to be an owl with an evil doll face, which flies down at Sarah. I thought it was an angel. Is it an angel? That's what I thought it was. Mm. So it's an owl. It almost looked like a porcelain doll face, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like, I thought it was a gross angel. With teeth. With nasty, yeah. Dude, it was so gross. You didn't think it had like owl-like wings? It had wings, but it I did, thought they yeah. were angel wings. Oh, God, so gross, dude. As Linda and Tom try to get away uh, to get the owl doll off Sarah's face, <laughs> Tom screams, bear. The camera pans over and there's a giant evil teddy bear mm-hmm. running up. It attacks Linda, pulling her away from Sarah. Tom falls backwards when he does that owl angel doll thing. Like its tongue comes out of its <laughs> mouth. Oh, that part was weird. It's like sticks uh, in her ear. Instantly made Dude. me think of Seth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if that's a good Why Seth? Because he he uh, emulates that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like sticks it in her him. ear. 
Oh, uh, it's so gross. Like, it's yeah. like really out there, and and it's not like a normal tongue. It's like really skinny and long, like <laughs> it's like a lizard tongue yeah, or something almost. Ew. Oh, dude, it's so gross. Um, <laughs> behind Tom, this like robot thing crawls up a box and jumps on his back and, mm-hmm. and like sticks in his back, and Tom screams, "You've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> Downstairs, uh, we see. Howard shoots a lantern, blowing up the gingerbread cookies and catching them on fire. Two of them are still alive and start to run at him. As he shoots one with a shotgun, the other one continues to run. It jumps in the air with a um, a candy cane shaped Uh like a dagger. It's about to stab him. And just before it does, the dog comes out of nowhere and eats the cookie. I can't remember the dog's name. Mm -mm. Okay. But the whole gingerbread men scene reminded me of gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It was like a bunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it All also, the goofy little noises and yeah. It also shows me what they could do with the ginger dead man had they actually made it uh, a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Well. Right. Back upstairs, Tom's battling the robot as Sarah fights off the owl angel. The owl's able to wrap Christmas lights around Sarah's neck and it strings her up from one of the rafters hanging her. Mm-hmm. The jack in the box makes its way through an air vent. I think it's an air vent. I yeah, don't know. it's some kind of vent. Um and Linda sees Stevie in the other room and she kills the bear with an icicle. She stabs an icicle through the bear, the teddy mm-hmm. bear's face. She channels her inner mom strength, grabbing the ax, cutting Sarah's Xmas lights. Xmas light noose is basically what it yeah. was. Chops the robot in half. It's on Tom's back and then chops the jack in the box, but it just gets away. Sarah pulls the second half of the robot out of Tom's back and she shoots the remainder with a gun. Just as Tom and Sarah are having a moment, you hear Max yell for mom. They run downstairs and tell Dorothy that they got Jordan. They hear the -the jack-in-the-box screaming and slithering around upstairs. Linda tells Howard that they have to get upstairs. He has her baby. It seems like it's looking for a way out, I think is what Tom says. I feel like it's in the walls and ceiling. See, I thought Um, it was was trying to find its way out, but Tom makes a comment that it can't get out because they boarded everything up. uh, So I don't know if it's in the walls or... Just because it crawled in that vent, I thought it was crawling around in the... Could be in the air ducts, ducts. too. Yeah, that's what I thought it was doing. Uh, Max opens one of the vents and lets Rosie, that's the dog, Mm. uh, they tell him to go get him, Rosie. Above their heads and the ceiling starts to crack just as it goes extremely quiet and the -the jack-in-the-box snake falls through the floor. Or I'm so sorry, through Through the the ceiling. ceiling, Yeah, yeah. through the ceiling and it lands right in front of them. This thing is fucking creepy, dude. Mm. It's the creepiest thing in here. Yep. That's, you think that's the creepiest thing so far? Yeah. Okay. Howard, again, this is so funny. He's like, ew. The snake opens his mouth, and the owl doll flies out, attacking Howard. Sarah grabs it, yelling, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just then the giant teddy bear climbs up behind the couch as Dorothy g- grabs the shotgun and shoots the bear, and then the owl. Tom tells Aunt Dorothy to finish it. Just then we hear a loud growl as the jack-in-the-box snake leans up and starts clapping. This shit was so creepy. Yeah. It like... Le- uh, and then it had did you notice it had hands before no no i didn't either it just like leads up and starts clapping i'm mm. like oh my god that's when ami says elves as dorothy turns around and says ah oh, shit <laughs> large creatures break through they boarded up window and attack dorothy knocking snow into the fireplace making it not lit anymore the masked elf creatures wrap chains around dorothy and take her out the window as chrissy is crying on the floor one of the elves um pull dorothy out the window as she says, I'll see you in hell. 
One of the other elves grab the baby and walk out the window with her. Howard yells, secret twisted fairy tale horse shit, and jumps on the back of the jack-in-the-box snake before it takes off through the window. He rides that shit. Rides it hard, Mm -hmm. like Seth on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, there's a noise on the roof, and the elves stop in their tracks and run out the window. It's like a horn sound. Missed the part where yes. he like told um, Linda, he's like, "Honey, I just got my ass kicked by some Christmas cookies. No, that's <laughs> I right. think I can handle this." <laughs> oh, and when Howard. the elves break in, I don't know if you noticed, but one of them actually threw something on the fire to put it out. Oh, it did it on purpose. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I just thought snow got knocked uh, on. He it. threw some kind of powder or something on it. Mm. There is a lot going on in this scene. I had to pause yeah. a lot. It's fucking <laughs> wild. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a ton of co- even like comedy portions mm-hmm. mixed mm-hmm. in with it, yeah. especially Tom, his character when he's like, "You've got to be kidding mm-hmm. me." Um, but honestly, I think this is a freaking great scene. It is. I was surprised. Like I saw when I pulled it up, it said a comedy horror. Oh, did it? Yeah, and I didn't realize oh. it was supposed to. Be, oh, I didn't like, notice that. Funny, but there are a lot of funny mm-hmm. comic relief parts. Yeah, it. a lot of these. Well, no, I shouldn't say a lot. Well, I guess really a lot of the actors in it are known for comedy like mm-hmm. adam scott's funny mm-hmm. the howard guy's funny mm-hmm. and then the uh dorothy she's yeah. uh, pretty mm-hmm. much in comedy roles mostly so yeah i could see that um yeah i don't know i i think it's that scene just because of all the stuff that's going on and even the uh the special effects and the practical effects in this are really good the uh but do you think that those do those uh creatures remind you of something that would be in trick-or-treat yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely um, scene 11, The Great Escape. Tom tells Max to get the ammo. They'll go to the snow plow and then go after them. Ami continues to try to light the fire as Tom yells and tells them that they have to go. There's a big bang on the roof and Max says, it's him. Up on the roof, um, up on the rooftop begins to play. I'm sorry. And the lights flicker on and off. The group open the door to go outside. Tom tells them all to hold on to each other. As they go outside, we see that the snow is insane at this point. There's, and it almost looks like there's a thunderstorm going on as well, mixed with that heavy mist. Just as they go outside, Ami tells them to be good, and she shuts the door, barricading herself inside. Tom tries to go back to help her, but Max tells him that she wants to face him. She's trying to help. Tom tells him to come on, let's go. Inside the house, we see Ami walk to the fireplace as growling begins. The walls crack and begin to split, leading down the fireplace as Ami stands waiting. It looks like the house that Seth was talking about earlier. It looks like something humongous mm. came down the fireplace. Mm. We see Krampus lower himself into the fireplace as he emerges, horns first. Ami stands toe-to-toe with him as he walks up to her. What did you guys think of how he looked here? He wasn't as scary as I thought because he had that like hood thing on. Yes. I, I put that I didn't like his face. I hate his face. Yeah. I didn't like that his mouth was like open all the time. Yeah, it like, never closes. Why is it open? Like what the fuck? Mouth breather, I guess. <laughs> yeah, That's it's weird. It looked very, very. Um, and again, this is all. This is pretty unrealistic, I guess. But it, it looked like it was almost like something was wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I gather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Krampus touches her face with his nasty ass pointy finger nail thing and then his long tongue comes out at her. Krampus mm. opens his bag and looks into it. Ami looks down and begins to look scared as shit as we see a bunch of toys that look like small nutcrackers mm-hmm. uh, look back up at her. She screams. 
We cut to the group walking through the snowstorm and approaching the snowplow. Tom hears something behind them, and as the group get, uh, he tells the group to get behind him. Under the snow, we see the snow trimmer things from earlier approach as he begins to shoot them. Tom tells them to go. They have to keep driving. He hugs Max and tells him that he loves him, and then he makes the group go to the snowplow. In the distance, we hear screaming as the multiple uh, snow tremor things are approaching Tom. His shotgun runs out of ammo as the last one approaches, pulling him into the snow and dragging him away. The group make it to the snowplow as one of the snow tremors grabs Linda and pulls her under the snow. Sarah gets Max and Stevie into the snowplow. She shuts the door, locking them inside as one of the tremors grab her and pull her under the snow. Uh, Wasn't this scene kind of gut-wrenching, to be honest, though? Yeah, because Sarah said, I love you, right before she gets sucked under. Well, and Linda's even talking to Stevie or Jordy, whichever one's left, mm-hmm. but she was even talking. Like, basically, they they know they're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, telling them they love them, they're sorry, but still putting them in the... It's anything that... It's the exact thing that would happen for a parent with their kid. They would, like, okay, I'm fucked. I'm just going to try mm-hmm. to save the kid and do it. But it's, like, I couldn't imagine having your kid watch that happen to you. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like at one point, what weren't they in the car, or did they have to? Did they have to get out for some reason? Because I thought that Sarah, at least Sarah and the kids were in the car, and then I was like, why the fuck did she get back out? No, I didn't see. I thought she put the kids in the plow okay, and shut the door. See, I thought yeah. she was up in there with them, and I couldn't figure out like if it was like Linda got grabbed, and that's why she jumped mm-hmm. out. Because I was like, why the fuck <gasps> did she get back out of the car? Like she was in there. Because I think Sarah saw Linda get grabbed and goes like shit. That must have been it. Like sticks them in there. Yeah. Because I think Linda basically gives Stevie to Sarah, mm-hmm. who puts her in the car mm-hmm. with Max, yeah. and then Linda gets taken, and then Sarah knows she's not going to be able to get in, so she shuts the door, and then yeah, because Linda's like her. right next to her. Yeah. Uh, inside the plow, they cannot get the plow started. I don't even know if they if they got it started, they would have been able to drive it. No, honestly. Max is like, I don't know, you know how to drive a stick. We have a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it never starts. So uh, they can't get it started. Elves start to grab Stevie and Max through the windshield. One of the elves pulls Stevie out, and she's pulled underneath the snow and drug off. So are we to believe at this point that the elves are actually what are under the snow pulling people away? I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah, I still wasn't sure what the hell it was. But I Me guess. either. Maybe. Max gets out of the snowplow, and just as he turns around, Krampus is behind him. We can see Krampus' fa- his face, and he gets really close to Max and drops uh, a crumb- the crumbled note with a ball inside. Um, Max picks it up, and again, inside, he finds an ornament that jingles. It says Krampus on it. It's the same one his uh, grandma had. Correct. Mm-hmm. We hear a voiceover of Ami saying that he left a reminder of what happens when all hope is lost, when belief is forgotten, and the Christmas spirit dies. The screen flashes white as we see Max walking through the snow, and he hears Stevie yelling for help. Max approaches a fire that's lit. It's like an, a lit area of, of fire. I don't... Yeah, I wasn't sure what was happening there. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were, like, sacrificing something or just having a bonfire and hanging out. It looked like it was, like, a bonfire. Yeah. And they were, like, celebrating or something. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Were they dancing? Like, it kind of seemed like that. Mm. That's why I was like, are they celebrating? Like, are they getting ready to eat Stevie? Like, what the fuck is happening? It wasn't real clear. I couldn't fully grasp what was going on either. But, I mean, the elves are there. That jack-in-the-box thing is there. Krampus, they're all there. It looks like they're celebrating, I guess. It reminded me of that fire scene from Trick or Treat with the werewolf one. Oh, yeah, it was kind of like that. That's what it kind of reminded me of. That was um, probably an orgy, elf orgy or something. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max walks up and yells, you 
asshole, or hey, asshole, that's mm-hmm. what he says. I take back my wish. I take it all back. Give me back my family. He throws the ornament at Krampus, and it falls through the snow right at Krampus's feet. The ground begins to shake, and it splits open, and it's like red lava that's shining through the, the broken ice there. The ground breaks into what looks like a well between Krampus and Max. Max runs up at Krampus as the elves bring Stevie to the lava well. Max gets to Krampus and looks him in the face. He says, please give me back my family. I know you can fix this. Take me instead. Krampus touches Max's tear because Max is crying. Mm. So he, he catches his tear on his nail. Nasty, claw. disgusting <laughs> nail claw. You know you like that nail claw. <laughs> no. He licks the tear and starts laughing. The elves throw Stevie into the hole as Krampus laughs. He grabs Max by the head, dangles him over the hole, and as Max looks up at Krampus, he says, I'm sorry. I just wanted Christmas to be like it used to be. Krampus drops Max into the lava well. As we as he falls, the screen turns white. Um. Okay, so we haven't talked about the ship. What do you think of Grandma facing Krampus? Um, it was kind of disappointing. 100% my my exact thought. Yeah, after all that and all these years, it was like, that was it. Pretty anticlimactic, was yeah. it not? She like, looked in a bag of toys. Yeah, and, look in my bag. Yeah. So I wonder if she... <laughs> look I mean, in my sack. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we expected more from her in that moment, but I wonder if her entire point of doing that was just to distract him and slow him down. Yeah, yeah. but she didn't even delay him that long. Right. I kind of thought like she was going to like end this and the curse or yeah yeah. so yeah that was kind of disappointing yeah i wanted more from grandma in that scene me too i feel like she's had all these years to prepare Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she didn't right she should have turned into xena warrior princess Mm -hmm. yeah (sighs) what a letdown okay the great escape was a dud literally everything that could go wrong does go wrong they they get every one of them so they and the fucking there's a terrible plan because the the snowplow doesn't even start Right. Okay. Yeah. They just sit in there for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then I... Go ahead. But that was really their only option. What else were they going to do? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So. The Hummer blew up. Um, okay. And the last note I have is kind of mimics what Jess says. The close-ups of Krampus's face actually killed it for me. Um, the face never moved other than, mm. like, he put the fingernail up to his mouth, but his mouth just stayed open. Um, I just expected more, again, from... They the, put- they put more thought and like energy into that fucking Jack in the Box. Maybe that's where all the money went. I feel went. like, yeah, <laughs> like than they did Krampus, which yeah. I feel like Krampus should have been more fucking scary looking. I agree. And my assumption was that that hole was like the gateway to hell. Yeah. Okay. Is what I thought it was. You don't like my lava well? I mean, that, that's a good description of what it looked like. Thank you. I knew something was getting ready to happen when that when he threw that bell. And it like st- started to sizzle. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. In the snow. Scene 12, the final scene. The white screen z- <laughs> scream. Whoops. The white screen zooms out and we see that the w- that we're looking at a window pane. Suddenly Max shoots up out of his bed and falls onto the floor screaming. He looks outside and we see the snowstorm did happen and that the streets are covered with snow. The houses are covered with snow and icicles, but all of the lights are on. All the Christmas lights are back on. He looks at his countdown uh, calendar. What the fuck's it called? Advent calendar. (laughs) Never going to remember that. And we see it's Christmas Day. Inside the number 25 box is a picture of Santa Claus. Max goes downstairs and finds his parents sitting on the couch. Beth walks by and says, it's about time you got up. We've been waiting for you. Howard says, there you are. We thought that the sugar plum fairies got you. Max says, you're all alive? 
Dorothy replies with barely. I haven't felt this hungover since the Pope died. <laughs> okay. Tom asks Max if he's okay. Max tells them that uh, he just had a bad dream, I guess. He sits between Sarah and Tom as Ami hands them a hot cocoa and says, Merry Christmas, Max. The family pass out gifts and begin to open them. Max hugs Sarah and she asks what that's all about. He says, oh, nothing. Just just Merry Christmas as he hugs Tom. Max opens his gifts and inside is the ornament that Krampus left him. The bell is still marked with Krampus. He hears a voiceover of all the incidents from the night before. As all the family look at Max, as we hear Ami say, Krampus came as he did before, not to give, but to take. The family all look worried as Santa Claus is coming to town plays. The camera zooms out of the window behind the family, out the window and into the snowstorm, where we continue to zoom out as we see the family's house in a snow globe. Krampus puts the snow globe on a shelf and the camera continues to zoom out as we see he has a collection of snow globes and the camera continues to zoom all the way out and we see all of Krampus's pets jump up for one last scare. The end. What did the <clears throat> what did the lair remind you of? The creeper? Cheaper yeah. creepers, mm. yep. I even put that. Cheaper. Cut to Krampus yeah. Cheaper's Creepers Lair. So what are they like trapped in there forever? There's a few I have a few questions about that as well. What was your what was your interpretation of the ending? I assume that they were like trapped in the snow globe, like but I wasn't sure if they like had to keep repeating what happened over and over. Well, let's talk about it and get in the talk yeah. show. Let's rate it and then jump into that, okay? Jeepers, creepers, where'd, where'd you get, get those peepers? Krampus, Krampus, where'd you get those globes? Okay, we rate every movie on a zero to five stabbies scale. Then we'll average them out at the end. Currently, our top rated movies are Texas Chainfall, <laughs> Chainfall, Texas Chainsaw from 2003 with a 4.7, The Ring with a 4.7, The Conjuring with a 4.7, and Rob Zombie's Halloween with a 4.7, followed by Scream with a 4.6, which may change on our last episode. We don't even know yet. The world's crazy, people. We don't know what's going to happen. Bringing up the rear, Seth. Well, actually, Jess is the ginger dead man, and then Killer Condom. Seth, on your first watch of this movie, what do you rate Krampus? Uh, I think I'm gonna give this a. Why you sound so so uh, rumbly over hacky. there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Allergies. Uh, a three point nine. Three point nine. Yeah. Slotting it just under Gremlins. Ooh, you don't like it as much as Gremlins. And I liked it better than Trick or Treat. Okay. Is this going to be a every year watch for you? I probably could. Okay. Jess, what do you give Krampus? I gave it a 3.6. Ooh, a 3.6. Yes. That's low for you. What did you not like about Krampus? Um, I, I really liked the cast, but... I think it was just, it was Krampus, like, that kind of did it for me. I was, like, just disappointed. Killed it for you. It did. He definitely wasn't as scary. Like, I thought it was going to be real. Like, after seeing him jumping on the houses in the beginning, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Things would be scary as fuck, and it wasn't. And also, it's like his teeth were just, like, regular teeth. They, I feel like <laughs> it would have been a lot better if they were, like, sharp, like that fucking Jack mm -hmm. in the Box or, like, that owl angel thing. <laughs> I'm Whatever pretty the sure fuck it was, was an angel. <laughs> I thought it was an owl. A fucking doll. 
porcelain doll. Porcelain owl. doll that flies. <laughs> so not not there for just just. What did you give uh, Trick or Treat? I don't remember. Uh, a three point nine. So you definitely like Trick or Treat more. I did. I'm gonna follow that. I gave Trick or Treat a four, and I think this movie is just under that. So not that I want to be like Seth. I should have went first this time. God damn it. I gave it a 3.9, same as Seth. I don't like it as much as Trick or Treat. I watch it every year around this time for Christmas. It's probably one up there for my favorite Christmas movies, but in relation to other horror movies, I think it falls right in a 3.9. 3.9%. That's not a percent, though. No. No, it's not. It's not. Let's jump over to Rotten Tomatoes real quick. The critics of Rotten Tomatoes on 128 counts gave it a 66%. Excuse you. The Rotten Tomatoes audience <laughs> gave it a 51%. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shoot, dude. On, uh, I think this is supposed to be 260,000 uh, ratings. Like 26KK? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Good thing there wasn't an extra K in They're there. Huh? Good thing. IMDb gave it a 6.2 out of 10, which is roughly 62% on 62,000 votes. We at the Horror Movie Crew, where you should go to get your horror movie ratings to find out if you're going to like it or not. Yep. Definitely mm-hmm. come to us. We'll treat you well. We gave it a 3.8 average stabbies rating out of five, which is roughly 76%. So we liked it more than those other folks. We're also a lot smarter than those people. Yep, we say this every time. So it makes sense. Listen to us. Listen to us, not those other fudges. You like chocolate fudge or peanut butter fudge at the holidays? I actually don't like either. Stop talking. Do you like chocolate fudge or <laughs> peanut butter fudge? Peanut butter. That a girl. I'm not a big chocolate person. Woman after my heart. Are you still talking? Yep. (laughs) Gonna keep talking. (laughs) What are we gonna do with this guy? All right. The figures. Let's talk about the figures. The budget, $15 million. Box office, $61.5 million. So I feel like if you have a decently done horror movie around Christmas, people are just gonna go watch it. They will. I would. I agree. I would too. But not now. I'd rent it on Voodoo or whatever the fuck it's called. Home box office. Home box office. (laughs) Home theater. Uh, All right. Let's jump into getting lit and talking shit. As always, I have some thoughts after watching. And Seth, you dove into it early. So give me your interpretation of the ending. What do you think the ending was? Best guess is they're trapped in that snow globe. And like, I feel like it's going to, that night's going to keep repeating. Only because he hears like the flashbacks of everything that happened. And then they okay. look terrified when the music starts playing. All and, of them. Yeah. So Everybody. I'm like, is this just going to keep happening? Jess, what do you think? I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking, oh, this is a, like, be careful what you wish for moment. Be thankful for what you have. And I didn't think much past that. But now that you guys brought up the whole, like, I think they're trapped in that snow globe and like a pattern. Yeah, I assume they're dead. That could be like, like they're in some kind of purgatory. Yeah, I didn't see it as a happy ending. Mm. Mm. I disagree. Don't hit me. Of course. You're going to punch me, I can tell. I actually was on Jess's side on this one. Uh, I think the events did happen, but I think since Max learned his lesson and at the end he wishes for his family back, I think that Krampus does grant him that wish and brings his family back. I think it didn't happen for the grandma because she said she was waiting on him to take her and he never did and she never learned from the event, I think. Is. And how was she with them? Okay, well, hang on. He left her and took the family. Um, I also think the whole family did experience the evening because of the way they acted at the end. 
Yeah, but they all look scared, right? But they never saw that ornament thing. No, but based on his reaction, I think when he first came down, they all felt like they had a bad dream. Because mm. Dorothy said she was hungover. Howard said he made another comment. I don't think I wrote it down. Uh, but Howard made a similar comment. And then when they all look off because the Krampus, Krampus's bell rang or whatever, but I think they all realized at that moment that it wasn't a dream and that it did actually happen. And the other thing that makes me think that is because the storm was still outside. Because he wakes up and he looks outside and there's the storm it's still clearly snowy. happened. Yeah, but it's not nearly as bad looking. Correct. Oh, I mean, it's, it's pretty bad. It's just daylight, yeah. I think. And I guess because when Krampus drops him, we hear the grandma say again, he never gives anything. He only takes. Yes. But I think, again, I think it's because he learned from what happened and then asked for his family back. And I think the snow globes are to show that Krampus, like St. Nick, is watching everybody. Like I think every I family has too. a snow globe, and that's how he watches you. Mm. And like you kind of said earlier, I didn't even think about this till you said it, with the storm pretty much focused on just their house. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's his way of viewing people and watching everybody. Everybody has their own snow globe. That was my interpretation. Mm, maybe you've it. changed my mind then. I hope so. I worked really hard on this. Does it ever like say anywhere what it actually, what they meant? I'm not sure. I didn't look it up, but oh. I would imagine there's probably 50 billion different views on what happened. Theories. But I suppose was... it could go either way, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like the way you thought of it because it's yeah. very like it's a creepy. Darker. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely, definitely dark. And maybe yeah. that is what it was meant to be he captured them in that snow globe maybe that's what they he was dropping them into that was what the lava was was the snow Could globe be. i might have to google that and see what people think let us know what you think hop on the old instagram page there comment let us know what you what your interpretation of the ending is um jess do you like the ending i did i liked it do you like his ending or my ending <laughs> i like your ending because it was more of like what i thought um I liked it. I felt like it was kind of just like a, oh, he learned his lesson. He said he was sorry, and he got a second chance. The other reason I think that is because uh, Ami calls him St. Nicholas's shadow. And as I was looking mm-hmm. up things about Krampus, which I have here in a little bit, but I feel like maybe that, not this, that Santa would send Krampus to teach you a lesson, but I feel like he's there to kind of teach you a lesson you like when i say teach you a lesson i do i'm getting all excited (laughs) well also gotta adjust myself here notice like when he woke up um he opened that little advent door and it was Mm. like a normal ass santa yeah Mm. but i don't know that's what made me think like oh well it's back to normal he learned his lesson he's getting a second chance but i guess the whole thing like it seemed kind of dreamy still like when he got it like everything was kind of white it did i kind of noticed that like there was like a filter on it or something that's That's what made me think it was something different but i I don't know i think they left it open for you to interpret your own ending i like the ending if it was either one of those outcomes yeah so again, I talked about this earlier, so we don't spend much time on it, but yeah. the movie really touches based on the things that I really dislike about Christmas, which is the shopping, the awkward family gatherings. It's supposed to be the happy... It's like Disney, dude. You ever been to Disney? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, many, many times. What is the common theme at Disney when you look around at everybody? A bunch of annoying people. Misery. 
They're yeah. fucking miserable. I made that comment to Abby miserable. last time we were at Disney. We're like walking around and I'm like... Standing in line forever. This is supposed to be mm. the happiest place on earth, Disney. Do you notice anything? Everybody here is fucking miserable. I had a great time because I went without kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a lot better if you go like in the off season. <laughs> Touche. I mean, let's be honest. You probably love it because you get to see your kids be super excited. But mm-hmm. then like probably the other 80% of the time, you're not having fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. It's sweaty. My parents took us one time in like 1988. We never went again. Yeah. yeah. We liked Kings Island better, actually. See, I, as kids. Good. I was just going to say we went in December. So it was like not so hot. And it was very enjoyable. Mm. Yeah. But there were a fuck ton of people there mm. because a you lot of people without go. kids. Yeah. Okay. It was before I had Willow or anything. So we, we, we just went as a family vacation. Nice. It I've been really fun. twice. The first time Charlotte was a baby mm. and um, the, it, was, oh, it was miserable. So did you do all of the parks too? No, we only went magic? to Magic Kingdom. Um, but again, the girls were little, and I don't want people to think I'm uh, Richie Rich over here that I can go to Kings or uh, Kings Island. Right? One, it was <laughs> my work does a trip for customers. Nonetheless, that's why we were there two years and two years in a row. But anyway, the second time was more enjoyable because we um, they wanted to see the princesses. Yeah. So really, we spent all this money to go to Disney so they could go around and meet the princesses, right. which are in air-conditioned buildings, except for Merida, mm-hmm. who's my favorite princess. Because she's a badass. Yes, she is. Out in the hot, sweaty nastiness. But yeah, so we actually were inside most of the time the second time, and then it pissed poor rain. Mm. So, But yeah, you look around and nobody looks happy at Disney. No. And that's just, you know. Oh, Epcot's really fun as an adult. I was going to say, too, like the only place that I really felt that was at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Which is more, I think, of the kid based. Yeah, because like place. Animal Kingdom and stuff, I feel like it's for a little bit older. Yeah. It's like kind of like a zoo okay. slash amusement park. Especially like and Epcot because they have like drink around the world and stuff. I so. loved Epcot. Yeah. Epcot's really cool. That was awesome. And it was much more like spread out, I feel mm-hmm. like. And okay. it's yeah. not as like crowded as the Magic Kingdom. I think, didn't they put the Frozen thing, the On and Elsa thing? That's at Epcot, isn't it? It might be now. I don't think it was when I went there. Okay. Because it wasn't at Magic Kingdom. Um, Plus I Magic would like, Kingdom is like stroller hell. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. <laughs> it is. Everywhere. It is. it is, dude. It's horrible. Still um, really cool. but I would like to go to the Harry Potter one at Universal. Yes. I would too. I've never been to that one. Maybe we can go. Yes. And take is, a trip. Is Star Wars at Universal now too? Or is that like its own separate That's Disney. Thing? Is that Disney? Disney. I thought. Okay. I know they have in California. Don't they have it at the? I think they have their own. It's like its own park, isn't it? It's like its own land. I haven't yeah. done enough research on that. I didn't know if that was just like its own standalone thing. I think it, it is. Like Toy Story, because Toy Story is its own too now, isn't it? Maybe. Fuck, Maybe. dude. Who has time to do that? We went for two days and only got to go to Magic Kingdom. How do you go to all these different places? Look at us ranting about fucking Disney. I know. <sighs> Disney's taking over the world. Mulan's free on Disney right now if you want my login. So. None of those hold a candle, though, to Hanna-Barbera land. <laughs> oh, God, dude. <laughs> I was, <laughs> he loved that as kids, the Smurf ride and all that Scooby-Doo. I was going to say I'm glad I got to u- go to Universal Studios like before because they had like Jaws mm. still and mm-hmm. the Terminator. And Fuck. There's like the, the Psycho House was still there. The Psycho we House was there. Mm. They had like props from Edward Scissorhands. Mm. Did you ride the Jaws ride? Yes. Yep. Does the shark actually jump up yeah. at you? Really? Yeah. yeah. But That's it is awesome. very like mechanical looking. Yeah, it's very like animatronic <laughs> like. Oh, really? 
His mouth's just like opening and like, but it's creepy. Did you do the thing where you're like in the tunnel and the earthquake happens? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what movie that was from, but. There was like, I think King Kong was there and then, um, or no, no, no. I take that back. That was at Disney. Yeah. Um, but there was like a Back to the Future ride. There was E.T. Yeah. <laughs> you like yeah. sit on a bike and like <laughs> Seriously? fly through the air. <laughs> I think they've like revamped a lot of it for newer yeah. stuff. But, you know. I loved huh. I, I wonder loved what's that. still there versus what isn't. Because I, honestly, all that stuff know. he just talked about sounds way cooler to me. Except for I would love to go to the Hogwarts thing. But I bet they still have a ton of the props oh, and I'm sure. stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless they sold them. They probably sold them for a lot of money could be which would be sad mm. all right all right all right let's get back yeah. to krampus yep. here all right so krampus is, is um, in central european pop he's a central european popular legend wow he's half goat half demon he punishes misbehaving children at christmas time he's the devilish companion of saint nicholas he's believed to have originated in germany and his name derives from the german word krampen which means claw hmm, hmm. Interesting. Since 2013, the character has become better known globally, having been portrayed by Hollywood horror movies. Almost unknown before that time, Krampus has begun to become part of American popular culture. Did you guys know about Krampus before this movie? Yeah. Not like that much detail, but I, I knew of him. Yeah. Same. Not much detail, but I knew Naughty of Naughty Santa. He's a naughty Santa. He's Santa's shadow. Bad boy. I'd definitely rather just get a lump of coal than deal with this shit. For sure. <laughs> Speaking of, has I have either of you watched Fat Man yet with Mel Gibson and Walton Goggins? Mm-mm. No. Fuck, I want to watch it so bad. Is it, is it supposed to be like funny? Uh, it's like a action comedy. Okay. So Mel Gibson, Santa. Uh, uh, so how's this related to Christmas? And he gives uh, this kid coal for Christmas because he's bad. And this kid, he's a rich kid. He hires an assassin Walton Goggins to go uh, kill Santa and awesome. Mel Gibson Santa yeah so look that up it's on sale to rent right now for like three ninety nine on voodoo I was thinking of getting it. it just came out it should have been in theaters but yeah we can't do that now but yeah I don't I won't want to deal with Krampus you'd rather deal with um, a piece of coal a piece of coal than, than I'd be screwed I have three chimneys what would I do yeah you're done you have to keep them all hot yeah I bet you could though I could see you keeping them warm yeah Get out of my house. Oh, God, dude. (laughs) All right. Are there any open top? I left this open. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about Mm -mm. before we hop into favorites? No. All right. Here we go. We always end every episode with our favorites, HMC favorites. Jeff, what was your favorite scene from the movie? When they first see that fucking Jack in the Box Mm -hmm. and Sarah's (laughs) face, which I just love her facial expressions throughout the entire movie. I'm hungry for some Jack in the Box. We keep talking about it. I've never had it. Is it that uh, good? I liked it a lot. Really? Yeah. It's only in California, right? There's actually one in Cincinnati somewhere. Oh, I there looked is? it up once. I'm like, oh, I should drive over there. Dude, maybe that's what we'll do for my birthday. We'll just I think it's by the outlet malls down there. I think you're right. I was yeah. going to say, I think it's like right on there by like after you pass like Trader's World and yeah. stuff. Is yeah. it that good? I don't know if you would think so, but I always like Jack in the Box. Uh, I agree. My favorite scene is that whole attic montage where there you see all those animals and it's just a humongous clusterfuck along with Howard downstairs mm-hmm. fighting the gingerbread men. Seth, what's your favorite scene? Agree. Same. That whole wow. cut back and forth. Yep. Seth, what's your favorite kill from the movie? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Aunt Dorothy. Yeah. 
Just because she was suddenly a badass with a gun and stuff, and then she's like, see you in hell. <laughs> Dorothy was my favorite as well. Um, that I just loved that even on her way out, she's yeah. like, she's still talking shit. What about you, Jess? Um, I actually had Tom's because it was like the most like gripping. Like I was the most sad yeah. with his because I felt like he was really just trying to like help everybody and it sucked that he just got pulled under like that. His character came around full circle right there. It did. I think in terms of saddest death, mine Sarah. would probably go Sarah. Because yeah. that was like, for me, I was like, oh, I had to go refill my drink after that one. I didn't really care about any of the kids. <laughs> we That Dicks. doesn't surprise us. Not Seth. Stevie or Jordy. I don't know. Just Max and... Um, yeah, Max's was sad. Beth. Beth. That fucking yeah. pissed me off. Right out of the yeah. gate. It's like, really? That's what you're going to do to me here? I know. At least they didn't show it. Like, its feet weren't, like, sticking out of its mouth. Like, True. Take Howard. Uh, one thing you liked about the movie, I'll go first for this one just because I want to be fair. You know, I'm a fair guy, Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the comedy aspect that it brought to the movie. I think t- uh, Tom probably the most, but I think, you know, there were jump scares. There was really good special effects. There were scary parts, but even in the middle of those scary parts where they trickled in the comedy, because a lot of the times, if you don't do that right, it just comes off horribly corny. Yeah. I think they did a really good job with it. I do too. That's yours? Um, no, that wasn't my favorite thing. I, I really liked the cast, but I really liked the message of the movie. Oh, going I, deep. I do hate that people are so, like, Scrooge-like around the holidays with their family and stuff. <laughs> talking like, about just me. Just get over it. No. <laughs> yeah. No, she was I, looking at I you think anyway. it's a very common thing, though. Like like you said, like mm-hmm. people are stressed out over the holidays. Like, chill out. Just relax. Just relax. R E L A X. Chill. No. And relax. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like trying to say that was the word you were spelling. It's okay. Just trying to say chill. You weren't able to spell it. Chill the fuck out. out. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Seth, <laughs> hurry, quick. Break attention. Uh, I like the variety of it that it had the comedy and the horror. I like the like nod to Christmas vacation. That's totally what this was. Mm-hmm. And even a little bit of gremlin type stuff in there. Gremlin. Yeah, it was just not was I, not what I was expecting. I did not think it was going to be a comedy. I didn't notice it said comedy. I didn't either, honestly. And the beginning was kind of scary a little bit, and then it got funny. You hated the beginning. I just, yeah, I hated this family. It's going right into it. What's one thing you did not like about the movie? Well, it was that, but now it's the ending because it's like not clear to me what happened. Oh, I like the end. You hate the ending? I don't hate it. I'm just okay. now. I want to know what. You want to know more? I want to know what they were intending. Tell me more. Tell me more. I think they did that on purpose. Okay, Greece. to make you be like. Yeah. No, I didn't hate it. Maybe that, I shouldn't say that. It's, it's a Hitchcockian ending. It is a Hitchcockian ending. Is that how you say that, Hitchcockian? Yeah, that's what we're gonna say. What's one thing, Jess? You did not. Not like about this movie. Krampus. His weird open mouth. His non-satisfying. Yeah, I want to change mine to that too. Yeah, I feel like I'm piggybacking on all these, but I totally agree. He's He's not the scary. main character yeah. of the movie. He should be fucking terrifying. And, he was not. and the Jack in the Box was the scariest thing. Yeah. I feel like more I'm, than that owl angel? That thing like that was scary, but I think just because it was smaller, it wasn't yeah. as scary as the fucking teeth true. on that yeah. back in the box. I don't know. Because the owl thing's not going to swallow you whole. What do you yeah. think of the elves? 
I guess I should have mm-hmm. run some earlier. They weren't that scary. I agree. They weren't. They didn't look like elves. They looked like big cave people. Yeah. It was, and it, it's the fact that they were like wearing masks. Yes. I'm like, so what's under the mask? I want to see what's under the mask. Like, are they just regular looking people? Yeah. I'm or wearing... are they fucking scared? Like, yeah. Creepy. I wish one would have like lifted its mask and it would have been like oh. terrifying. Hey there. What if it was Krampus under the mask? There are a bunch of Krampuses. Maybe it was. <sighs> I hope not. That'd be disappointing. Well, that's it. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? Krampus from 2015, which we gave a 3.8 average Stabby's rating. I, I do just... not. Oh. Whoa, wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, so much Jess. for ladies first, huh? <laughs> I was just going to say I'm glad you picked it because I'd never seen it and I actually enjoyed it. That's always fun when it's something we haven't seen. I yeah. know. You guys need to start picking shit I haven't seen. That's why I like the Krubies, because sometimes they're ones none of us have seen. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Like, like Sleepaway Hell, Camp. Like Hellraiser. <laughs> Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah. I'm still uh, glad that I saw that, though. I'm still glad that I watched Hellraiser, because I had never seen it, and I feel like it always comes up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so culty. Yeah. It really is. I'm the glad. people like that like Hellraiser, they don't like Hellraiser. They love Hellraiser. They do. So I guess it's just I don't know. I maybe if we watch the other ones, maybe they get better. Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like maybe Seth's like no, <laughs> not a fucking chance. No. All right. Well, hey, the next episode is going to be HMC 30. We're going to go back and revisit Scream. It's going to be our season finale and mine and Seth's birthday episode. We're going to have the boys from a podcast on Elm Street with us um, for the whole episode. Maybe maybe we'll kick them off. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Canadian Jesus did cut his hair. Yeah, that's, we don't need it. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Okay, all so right. It's mad. All right, if you guys don't have anything else you want to say, we're out of here. Bye. Bye, all. Bye. Dirty cactus. Suck on this cacti. Wet noodle. Why would you call it a dirty cactus? Like, who the fuck? Suck on this. <laughs> Turn somebody on. Is that like something you heard? Candy like, cane. Or did you just make that up? Suck on this. Is dirty cactus like an actual thing? I don't know. You know if we got on Urban Dictionary, the dirty cactus is probably real <laughs> fucking <laughs> gross. So if a dude, dude said to you, suck on my dirty cactus. I'd be like, you? that means it's sharp and fucking <laughs> yeah, It's going to like rip my mouth I think open. it'd be more like, do you want a dirty cactus? <laughs> See, that sounds like a something like a. I don't, I don't want know. a dirty cactus. First off, I don't want a dirty anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't I want don't no. I can't smell. I mean, it's kind of like. Yeah. I feel like I don't want a dirty cactus for either of you. <laughs> I don't want a. I don't want a cactus. Huh?
I don't want either of you to experience that. I kind of want to know what a dirty cactus if that's really I a thing. I literally made it up. Oh. <laughs>